Now, the most exciting colors in color TV. Captured by Zenith in the biggest color picture Zenith has ever made. This is Zenith's new handcrafted 25-inch rectangular color TV. Its new sunshine color tube, shaped like a movie screen, has a new rare earth phosphor for greater picture brightness with redder reds, brighter greens, and more brilliant blues. A giant 25-inch picture, yet the tube is four inches shorter, fits a new beautifully slim cabinet. Inside, the famous Zenith handcrafted color chassis with no printed circuits, no production shortcuts. Built better for greater dependability and fewer service problems. It's the ultimate in color TV. Available with Zenith Space Command remote control tuning in the elegance of ultra-slim fine furniture cabinetry. No wonder Zenith is America's largest selling TV. At Zenith, the quality goes in before the name goes on. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. The General Electric Fantasy Hour. An hour-long adventure musical for you and your family. Presented by the General Electric Company. Makers of world-famous portable home appliances, clocks, health, beauty, and floor care products. From the break here, sitting around the fire, enjoying our hot chocolate, Rachel's cookies. Oh yeah, it's great. They came out good. I like yeah, these. Yeah, I mean, it's you know sometimes when I make the snickerdoodles, they always get hard. But when you make the snickerdoodles, soft. That's right. I don't understand why. I don't get it. You just have to have that touch. Yeah. You gotta you gotta do it the right way. Like Otherwise, it eggs is. In just... it. I would hope. <laughs> Is that a problem? How many are you putting? Uh, I'd have to look at the recipe. I usually put about a half of everything that that a recipe calls for. That's I'm not going to make problem. a whole sheet of cookies. Why not? not. So who am I making them for? You. Yeah, exactly. I don't need a whole sheet of cookies. You're not going to eat them in one sitting. No, put them in a cookie whatever. jar. Whatever, Russ, whatever. So we are back here with the second half of our shelf life holiday spectacular where we will continue with the classics as you found out in the first part here where we were opening the, up the presents Rachel what are we considering for the shelf in this part of the episode yeah she's got to get serious you get like you get like you're about to like announce the <laughs> ladies and gentlemen the president of the United States <laughs> We are diving, well, I guess we are getting molded into clay for the 1964 Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer claymation. Seminal classic from 1964, the Rankin and Bass stop-motion special. I, I mean, we, we're doing we're doing heavy-hitting uh, Christmas stuff heavy hitters. this year, That's Rachel, right. with I figure I'll give you a little bit here of where Rudolph comes from. Because Rudolph himself, Rachel, 
mm-hmm. one household name for sure. Pulling of off course. the chair for Rudolph. As long as he's a little quieter, that nose does make a high-pitched <sighs> noise. Yeah, that's true. That is. But I feel like if I ostracized him from the table, that I'm no better <laughs> I than mean, these you'd shithead fit in, reindeer. Because everybody else did the same thing. Everyone in this special movie, whatever you want to call it, is a dick. Every single character is a prick. (laughs) We'll get into it. So Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, though, is in fact a corporate shill. He is nothing but a mascot. He's nothing but a capitalist pig. So, wow. do you know any of the history of Rudolph Rachel? I, apparently, I don't. I just i I know <laughs> of this movie, and I know the song. Okay, so let me explain a little <laughs> bit of where he came from before we dive right into it, just so that you understand where Rudolph Kevin comes is from. Because his glasses, he is getting ready to, for this. <laughs> yes, I normally don't wear the glasses, but I had a long day at work, so. And I figured we're doing like a story time. You know, it's like Christmas by the fire. You put the glasses on. I got I got my oh, slippers right. on. You know, the robe is on. Get nice uh, and cozy. I've got my I got my scotch or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what people drink on, around the fire. Eggnog. Oh yeah, that makes more sense. Put a little scotch in your head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, booze it so, up, right? In the 1930s, Montgomery Ward. Rachel, remember Montgomery Ward? It was a department store. I mean, I wasn't there, but yes. Uh, Montgomery Ward might have existed when we were, like, toddlers, I think. Probably. I know what I you're talking about. I've heard feel of feel like before. Mom has taken us inside of a Montgomery Ward We before. must have. Like, a major city that had it or something still. Yeah. This store did a annual tradition. They would do a thing where, around the holidays, they would give out Christmas coloring books as a way to kind of boost people to come into the store, right? Like, bring bring mm-hmm. your kids, we'll give them a coloring book, you shop for your shit, you lazy fucking bum, and whatever. So Wow, I mean, they're not, they're going to the store to shop. That's, I mean. that's true. That's true. <laughs> See, folks at home, this is why you don't get anything special for the holidays at these stores anymore, because you're doing all your shopping no. online. They, so you're... I remember they used to give out ornaments, they would give out, like, fun drinks and stuff during like black friday <laughs> they'd give you like Everyone's specials like if you'd be like the first however many people in the store you'd get like some prizes and and my mom will talk about the good old days when they would give away stuff all the time and well you yeah. were waiting to go in now they don't do anything they're like we don't even care that you're here we don't care that you're here you can <laughs> why aren't you buying this online, online? <laughs> nobody even goes anymore it's no fun so this was something that they did during the 30s though and they tasked this guy in marketing, Robert L. May, to okay. come up with something for the holidays. And he was based in Chicago. And I guess Montgomery Ward's headquarters in Chicago. I don't know if it's headquartered in Chicago or not. Maybe it was because, like, Sears. Isn't Sears part of Montgomery Ward? Wasn't it? Hang on. I oh, yeah. Sears up. Montgomery Ward. Sears Montgomery Ward was yes. what it was called, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's okay, that's so, probably more so why I'm like it's clicking, it's clicking. Yeah, now. you're thinking because you're, now you're like Sears. You're like, yeah, because Sears is based or was because uh, I don't know if that exists anymore. Was based out of Chicago, so maybe like that's why Montgomery Ward also based out of Chicago. I don't know. Oh, probably. I mean, if they were so, like partners or something. His story 
if you believe it. And it sounds like one of those, like, Stanley came up with it because there was a spider on the wall type of thing. His office overlooked Lake Michigan, and it was a foggy morning. And he thought, what if, I'm not gonna, I was going to do Stan Lee for him. Oh, I got an idea. What if I get a, we had like a, a reindeer that had some sort of illuminated light to get through the fog for Santa. Did he, did he see it on the Sears Tower? Because doesn't that have a, a red flashing light on it? It does now. I don't know if it did in 1939. Because oh, okay. there wouldn't have well... been airplanes necessarily flying over it. I guess you're right. <laughs> But maybe they put the red, red rain near light on there now. I guess for the the planes. But right, because Sears, like thinking was, Sears oh, yeah, Tower Sears would have had sure. that on there. Yeah, the Sears Tower. Yeah, I mean it's not that anymore, but you know, same was, same building. Yeah. So he came up with the idea of Rudolph. At first, the people at Montgomery Ward did not want to do that because a red-nosed person, for those not in the know of colloquialism, at least in the United States, a red-nosed person is an indication that they're kind of an alcoholic or a drunkard. So mm, they were like, we don't mm. want like a drunk reindeer. And then, so they like kind of were like, maybe go back to the drawing board. Uh, he had a, <laughs> he had someone kind of illustrate, and I wish I remembered the name of the person that he had to illustrate it. D- Denver Gillen, his, his, his friend that was an illustrator, he drew up, reindeer and then when they when he kind of pitched the idea with like the drawings to go along with it then the montgomery ward people were like okay this works so he wrote the story about rudolph the red-nosed reindeer robert elmay and then it became this montgomery ward book that's the origin of rudolph he's he's a mascot for, for a department store love it <laughs> and he sort he's of remained to deals <laughs> I mean, he remained a mascot for Montgomery Ward. I, I I bet you, even Rachel, as kids, you could probably get stuff, Rudolph and stuff, probably from the special, oh, from probably. like Sears or whatever, because he, yeah. he was the mascot for a long time. And then eventually they took the story, because it's written like Twas the Night Before Christmas, this story. Mm-hmm. They took that and then they made it into a song. And then the song gets covered by gene audrey and that's the one you know is the rudolph red nose reindeer with like that crooner mm-hmm. voice in it right, that's the famous yeah. song so because that song becomes so famous comes like a top of the billboard charts and shit then they're like well we're looking for holiday specials to do and rankin and bass who is trying to perfect this stop motion animation mm-hmm. they it's not it's not new because like King Kong that had stop motion in it, right? But oh, yeah, like doing sure. it, doing a whole like special that way. They're like, maybe we can do like something like, like this for the stop motion animation. Decide like, let's try with this based off of Rudolph because it was like famous. He, you know, he's famous at that point, right? Rudolph oh, is course. a fixture of American Christmas, <laughs> so right. you could do something with him, and it will be known throughout the land. So Rankin and Bass started putting this thing together they get burl ives and they get all of this stuff and and then general electric is the sponsor that kind of pays for this or pays in part all the stores are getting in on this one well this is how the specials were made back then right so uh, general general electric was the the show's sponsor and they had a little bit of like producer parts to it of course Uh, so they put all this together comes out in 1964 it's the first year Rachel, let's get right into it here with 
Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer because this thing is long. I'm. <laughs> it's longer I, than you think it is. It like is way long. longer than you think it is. Stay tuned to the end, folks. Okay, so <laughs> the it starts with these newspapers. It's saying how cold this and snowy so everything weird. is. I forgot this is how this opens. With like live action news. Yeah, I was like, what is happening? It, this is like depressing. I'm like, is this what they're? But, but I'm like, oh, but I get it because it's like what's actually happening in the world. I got you because it's like a lot of storms and, you know. Well, it's it, it's setting the and... it's setting the mood right because it's setting up that this is like a snowy Christmas. It's the time. snowiest, blistering, cold, whatever. Like there's just snow everywhere. It's just it sort of feels weird though because sam the snowman is telling us the story of rudolph so why do we yeah, need so it's not to the know same it was... time, right <laughs> no so it's not the same time at all so why well, why do we know? know wait <laughs> so it does come off as like wait why are we doing it this way but whatever oh you know so why the... because he's saying that was the big snowstorm that was like yeah. in the news. That was what was happening, and this is the story that also goes along with that storm that I just showed you. On the I mean, news. I suppose he comes off kind of like Abe Simpson, where he just brings it up a couple times, and he's like, eh, "Have I ever no told you the story?" Day. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it's told. <laughs> I think I got a newspaper here. Oh yeah, look at storm. It. Talking about those winter whiteouts oh i remember this story about a young buck and (laughs) with a red nose so he we we get oh poor burl ives he doesn't even know what's coming we get everyone's favorite burl ives who is playing sam the snowman which i have see guy as a snowman i mean he's got the yeah, same does... bearded mustache yeah yeah rachel describes like the colonel sam the snowman yeah he looks a little he looks a little colonel right, so Sanders he is a snowman face. like we're not joking it is actually a like an actual snowman right he's got a, a little green plaid vest on with a with a pocket watch he's got a little bowler hat on with some you know holly in there it's not like a typical snowman face. So if you're thinking of Frosty the Snowman, it's not Frosty the Snowman's face. I think there's still two coal eyes, but he's got like handlebar mustache and then like the the pointy Yeah, chin a devil's beard. goatee. Yeah, the devil's goatee. <laughs> That's what it is. It's all white cuz he's snowman. He's all made out of snow. That's what he's wearing. So, oh, and he's got a little, he's got a little like bow tie and you know white button down. But that's our little snowman, man. Yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, he's got a nice vest on, a nice bowler hat, a parasol for some reason. He does <laughs> and... have a parasol. I forgot he had a parasol. I mean, I guess it's like the the weather conditions. I don't no, know. He's like he's kind of like the penguin from Batman. Oh, he's the penguin <laughs> now. All right. I mean, well, he does kind of waddle around. He's a little so. penguiny. <laughs> Okay, let's let's talk about this man, this snowman. So he introduces himself. He's, I, I mean, Rachel. I, I Rachel's popped the herself. Christmas seals. Yes, for some reason there are Christmas seals. Well, is that a pun? I don't. It must be. Right? Why are there Christmas seals? There's just these seals in the background, and they're just playing with presents. He calls them Christmas seals. 
he does call them Christmas seals. So he's talking about how they, you know, like, oh, you know, it's Christmas time and we almost miss Christmas. Burl Ives, a country singer who's most famous for this, of course, but he was a country singer in the 30s, 40s, mm-hmm. 50s. It's Christmas Town. That's where he lives. That's where we are. Or the North Pole. But he likes to call it Christmas Town. Uh, so there's, <laughs> there's this Christmas tree forest. The seals, of course, are there for right. some reason. And then because Santa is a, the dictator of the North Pole, oh my God. he lives in a fucking castle a massive castle he lives in a massive it's not a cute like oh this is cute santa's cottage with his little like workshop no this is freaking castle now he is he is a german man santa so i mean castle is not necessarily out of the question no i mean that makes sense yeah but when i picture santa's house or workshop as you called it I picture well, I it being they almost were two like things. Well, yeah, that's my that's my point though. It's like a little village. Yeah. Okay. He's got it's like, like a village because he's got all his workers, you know. Maybe his elves. house is a little larger. Maybe he's got like a nice McMansion up there. Oh, yeah, but I picture sure. like a log like a big log cabin yeah, type of thing. Cozy cabin. I don't picture a castle. No, the castle got me. I was like, oh, I don't remember it being a castle, but okay. <laughs> all right santa i think you're showing off a little bit here but i gotta i gotta say i gotta say we're not gonna get there in a like for the next minute but why doesn't he have like a a stable for the reindeer why are the reindeer giving birth in a cave so you have this giant <laughs> I didn't even castle. Think about that. I did not even but think that's, about that. This is my problem. I'm like, you have this okay, giant castle, and you don't have a stable a... for your reindeer. Okay. As Rude. we're going to find out, though, Rachel, Santa's an asshole. <laughs> he kind of. I don't think he likes his job. <laughs> I don't think he wants to do this no, anymore. No, I think he's fucking miserable. I I think he's he waiting looks for miserable. I think he wants Tim Allen to shove him off the roof. I really because do. he really needs a replacement, or at least a vacation, because he yeah, does he seem very put upon. But I did not think about that. The, the reindeer are not in. A, well, the reindeer are almost independent. They're almost yeah, they, they kind work of for are. Santa. It's not sure. that they're Santa's reindeer. It's that they work for him. I guess that's they're like, kind of true. They're like yeah. contractors. It's like that's the family, uh, you know, down the lane. He works for me once a year. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> this whole mythology in this <laughs> special is so fucking weird. It it's is so odd. bizarre. It's like, yeah. how the fuck did they come up with this? So Santa. Now I gotta say so though, it, it looks cute. It's very cute, and you, it's like, I gotta you give like him props. the style. Yeah, the style's cute. You know, it's different, so it's kind of fun. I like it. I like it in this. I've watched all. We've seen all the Rankin and Bass stuff. This is probably their best looking one in terms of like mm-hmm. the stop motion and and you're right the design of everything. Santa's very yeah. cute. The reindeer are cute. The elves I I hate. Uh, but we'll elves. get to that. <laughs> the Sam the Snowman is great. You could get me a little Sam the Snowman Funko Pop or something like that would <laughs> that be a good like that would be a good thing to bring out. Some of these other Rankin and Bass shows, I I think Santa Claus is Coming to the Town is all is, is about on par. Yeah, Some of these other ones, fine. though, are not nearly as good, like design wise. I I don't know why because you think you'd use. Oh, well, they never they didn't think that they were going to become iconic, so they just threw them away. But 
Yeah, I can't remember what your point was. Oh, you were just saying that it looks nice. I was just saying, I gotta give them props for, you know, the way they had to, to make it and design it and, and shoot it and all of that. I mean, it's it's still really fun to, like, the artwork. <laughs> well, even, like, Sam... Like, even Sam is, like, they clearly are either padding the runtime or they're just showing off the animation because he kind of, like, just scoots along on his big yeah. snowman butt. And it's it's just for, like... 10 seconds he's just moving around the ground and he just goes ah christmas air and it's like can we get to the story <laughs> but i think if they're just showing off the animation and or they're like we got to get this thing up to 50 minutes oh so, yeah sure right some of the animation too reminds me of south park because clearly the south park guys influenced a lot in their christmas stuff by rankin and bass animation oh, sure. that they're makes making sense. fun of it or they're homaging it so a lot of I, I noticed that too here and there, since since we just did the the season of of South Park, go look in the archive. There's a Christmas episode in there, there for is. you. Enjoy. We get Santa eating dinner. Skinny Santa. He is skinny. He's he's usually skinny. Apparently, yeah, I apparently. was trying to figure out is he skinny because he's so stressed out all the time and he like doesn't <laughs> oh. eat well, or is he oh, skinny that's just a because? Sad thought. He's a lean Santa. I kind of like the idea that he's like lean, except for Mrs. Claus keeps fattening his ass up for well, Christmas. Well, because she goes, how dare you not be a fat Santa for Christmas? You need like... to be a fat Santa for the children. I mean, that's what she does. Who's ever heard of a skinny Santa? <laughs> like... Who ever heard of a skinny Santa? Which makes me think he's not the first Santa. Like, oh, that's yeah. true. What if he's, <laughs> he's not? He's just in a long line of Santas, so he is waiting for his like next person to come and take over. So Mrs. Claus, a chubby chaser, trying to fat Santa up. We need you to be fat, <laughs> Nick. Get, you need start to be eating. Fat. Keep eating. <laughs> Better start eating, kid. But she is also an old German woman, so of course she, oh, Santa could weigh five hundred oh, pounds. Oh, you gotta and she'd be like, food. eat, eat. You need to oh, yeah. eat more. You more food. Big bones, strong. So Sam, we go back to Sam after this little slice of life, and Sam is like, oh, don't worry about that. He'll fatten his ass up. <laughs> He'll be a fat Santa for you in no time." <laughs> Yeah, he mentions, and again, because he had already mentioned how, oh, this is this seems like it's going to be a good Christmas, but those storms, and then he mentions it again. So he's he just he just wants to tell this story, and he's looking for an excuse for the audience member, I guess, to be like, storms, eh, Sam? Oh, did I oh, mention did storms? You... <laughs> well, let me tell you. <laughs> Let me let me tell you that story I was talking about two minutes ago. <laughs> it's like I oh wait, wait did like... I mention Rudolph? Oh yeah, let me. I that's the story I was mentioning before. Rudolph like... was in that story. It's like in The Simpsons when Marge keeps mentioning her her uncle that like shot up a place and she she like mentions it like three times but won't elaborate on it at all. It's like, do you want us to ask you the question, Mom? <laughs> Sam the Snowman says that Rudolph pulled them through, and he's like, wait, you don't know Rudolph? Even though the line in the song, which is what they based this show off of more than anything. Yes. Because I guess they said that they didn't have a copy of the book. How do you not have a, get a copy of the book? But they based it off of the song more than the book. So they said that it says in the line that Burl Ives is about to sing the most famous reindeer of all. That's right. 
this is my problem with the song lyrics, Rachel, because he goes through the list of the reindeer, and then he goes, but do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Well, if he's the most famous, <laughs> how would I not know him, but I know all the other ones? Something's missing. I think it is this old man mentality. Do you recall that old, <laughs> that famous reindeer? I got to tell you the story, though. I know you do, but let me tell you the story from, like, yes. my perspective, I guess. All right. All right. Like, All you right. know I... this part of the story, but let me show you this side to the story. Okay. You know what? I will allow that. I will allow Thank that you. because it allows for fucking griffins and islands <laughs> of misfit toys and, and a, a side plot with elves and an abominable snowman. Because it's all through this senile old snowman's point of view. <laughs> so, uh, you know what? You've made an improvement on this for me, Rachel. Thank you. I've done it again. So, he starts singing. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, you've done it again. <laughs> he starts singing the Rudolph song. We go through the real opening credits. It's all on these white Christmas trees. Did you notice that they got the trademark date wrong? No, did they really? Yeah. So they put the Roman numerals backwards. So it says like 1200, the year 1264 oh. or the year 1164. It does not say 1964. Oh, that's funny. Because it, cause it says like MCM or something. Like they, they have it backwards. So it's raw. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I, like I looked at it and I was like, something, something doesn't look right there. I wonder if they also, thought they maybe well, and they probably were rushing through those because it yeah, looks like missing, they, they had M. actually yeah maybe they were just rushing through it because it looks like they kept having to pull out like the all right now put in the next one okay now put wait write it really quick no I okay, think now put that one there I, like, oh I think what they did I think they because it's like a pan shot over all of these so I think it's actually that they they set up like a scene, like a diorama, and then they just oh, moved yeah, yeah, the yeah. camera to do a scene by scene to scene. So they could have oh, so put just, some over... So they just wrote it wrong then. That's what I think, yeah. So I did also like that they put the producer credit after the director, because you goddamn right Rankin is getting the final producer credit on this and not the director. <laughs> so we learned that it's a couple years before the big snow, and Donner... Has become a proud papa. Yes, the Donner House. For lives. Yes, the Donners. The Donner Cave, I should say. <laughs> the Donner Cave, you're right. The Donner Cave. Uh, Down so, the road, the Donner Cave. We have a new baby. Yes. <laughs> There's a new baby. Donner is a huge asshole. Donner. He is. Donner is an awful parent. Yeah. <laughs> he is. He's, a, he's such a jerk. He's the kind of dad that, like, was on the football team in high school, and you better fucking believe that Rudolph is also going to be the quarterback, because I was the quarterback, right. and son, you're also going to be the quarterback. Yeah. That is Donner. He really is. It's kind of sad. Because <laughs> you don't want him to be, but you're like, oh, but you're, like, mean dad. You're mean dad. Donner, who talks a lot like this. Well, actually, all yeah, the he's reindeer so, yeah. <laughs> talk like that. They all sound like they belong on a radio or something. Well, because they are. They're all radio people. Oh, well, that would so make sense then. That's, that's why they talk like that. Fair enough. Paul, Paul, uh, Paul Kligman is doing Donner and, and Comet, and that's why they kind of have the same uh, voice. Because okay. they thought that that would come through for voice acting better, which it sort of does. The voice track, the soundtracks on this aren't the best you can tell it's old you can tell it's mm -hmm. almost like a radio show 
Yeah. But, I mean, they're all doing work. They're all doing a good job of, like, doing voices. Oh, of course. For the most part. Rudolph is smart because he already knows Mama, Papa, or whatever he said. And he knows his own name. He knows his name. So he's obviously smart. They are a little disturbed, though, because in place of the typical reindeer nose, which is a regular nose on a deer, a black (laughs) dot in the animation style here. Instead right. of that, it is a bulbous red He's got a light bulb on his as a nose. <laughs> yes. He's got a he red a light, light bulb, bulb as nose. a nose. And sometimes it blinks. Well, when you say he's got his beak, blinks like a bleak of bacon, as Donner puts it. <laughs> and it makes an awful squealing sound. Awful sound effect. Very unsettling. I've always hated this. I remember not liking it as a kid. And I remember, <laughs> like, I still go, oh. It's. It is still, like, just it it's, piercing. Yeah, it's a piercing noise. So, like, I don't know if they did that on purpose to make that also part of, like, why everyone's put off by him. Or well, is I'm it. I'm wondering, is it actually making that noise? Or is it just for us when it glows? That's a great question. <laughs> Folks at home, let us know. Because nobody complains I, about the sound of his nose. I'm a little uh, concerned by this whistling, squeak, yeah, squealing I guess you're sound right. of his Fu- nose. I mean, Fireball looks like he saw death when the, when it happens in the reindeer games. But I've always assumed, because like, Comet's like, Wah! I always assumed it was because of the noise. But now that you mention it, I don't know. It's a great question. Yeah, I think it's just because it's like, you have a red, bright, like, beacon of a nose. So as he says this, Santa, like a psychopath, <laughs> visits the Donners to meet Rudolph. I don't think he's because being a he's psychopath. Gonna... All right, no, 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 Rachel, it's because... What do you of... mean? Right. Here, it's, be... <laughs> it's because of the way he says it. It's not, it's not because, like, oh, yes, I'm going to go visit my friend Donner's baby. It's because right. he goes... Oh, I've got to inspect him because it's a newborn reindeer and he's going to oh, pull my, my sled team. one day. You're yeah. right. It is a little weird. It's like, it's yeah. like, why? It's like, oh, let me check in on the newborn calves so that I get a look at them. Well, I mean, I mean, maybe he's just kind of, do you think it's a joke? No, I, mean, I don't think it's a joke, actually. Yeah, I, I don't like, think it is. But I mean, he's, you like, could... he's like, well, if he's going to be a part of my team, I got to come yes. say hi, you know, but he's also Donner's person. For those of you that want to believe the best of Santa here, you could, t- you could take it as him being like, oh yeah, Donner, I got to check out, you know, I had to come because if he's going to be on the team, where in reality, he's like, you know, he brought over a a gift for Rudolph, maybe like a, fu- he's some, like, I've been like breeding a bale you guys. I gotta make sure this is the best like <laughs> deer ever. Yeah. I think well, he probably uh, would have brought like lovely things, you know? Yeah. He doesn't bring anything. And I he do, just, he I just, do he enjoy. comes looking like a, a red Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> this is what you're going to say. I'm so sorry. I didn't, I, I didn't have it in my notes or anything. I just looked at the hat and I was like, he looks kind of like Sherlock Holmes. But so Rachel popped me. I'm uh, so sorry. I didn't mean to take I, it from you. I, no, no, no. I'm glad you said it because all I was going to say is I like Santa's off-season outfit, but I didn't have oh, anything lined up for what it looked like. He kind of looks like he's going to go ride a horse, though. So maybe he yeah, did. Maybe I, he rode a horse over here. Maybe he did. Maybe he did. 
they don't there's they don't ever show horses but it wouldn't put it they past don't him. unless he has another reindeer that he just rides around on the off maybe season. he has an ostrich that he rides around like the cowboy <laughs> maybe it's the seals does he also have an army of snowmen like is sam because uh, <laughs> if mr burns is to be believed an army of snowmen could be protecting Sand in the North Pole. So is Sam oh, just like a retired general from the army oh, of yeah. snowmen? Maybe that's what it is. And there's like this wall of snowmen, so you can't get into like the zone. Into Christmas Town. Now that's, that's right. a sequel that I would want to see. It's not actually where, a wall. Uh, it's just made of. It's just snowmen lined up. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. And a, a Loki-esque character. I don't know. We could come up with something. Is a trying to get into Christmas Town. Yeah. What's like the no, what's like sense. a what's like a holiday that could like a Jack drive, Frost. Like, yeah, like a Jack Frost type character. Or like uh, the Easter Bunny. Yeah, the Easter Bunny to... is the villain. <laughs> or like 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 just like a Jack Skellington. It's like the Pumpkin King would come. Yeah, something, something, yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. And Sam Sam Snowman is like you know the old wise advisor for the army of snowmen. What the hell did we get on this for? Okay, so anyway. No, I'm like, I'm picturing catapults, and, and you catapult the snowmen themselves over. <laughs> they're, like, fighting. Folks at home. The seals get it on this. They're, like, We're... sliding towards oh everybody God, with balls, and they're, like, shooting stuff at well, them. And... later on, I am going to propose something that a lot of people probably won't like, but it's a, it's doable. Folks at home, get, a, get on this. This would be an excellent short film. <laughs> Someone do uh, a stop motion of this because I think it would be fantastic. Santa goes to say hi to Rudolph and Rudolph, because he is smart, already knows Santa's name too. He's like, Santa. And Santa's <laughs> like, oh, he's, he's smart too. So the light goes off, his nose goes off and Donner's like, nah, I wouldn't worry about this, Santa. He'll, uh, he'll grow out of it. And Santa's like, well, he damn well better or he'll never be on my team. <laughs> yeah, like, oh my God. <laughs> That's what he says. Now, <laughs> if I'm Santa, I'd be like, well, maybe we need to get him checked out by the North Pole doctor or vet or something like that. Because, uh, you know, this is a bit strange that he has I mean, a it red is nose. Odd. It is weird. Like, why do you have a red shiny nose? What's going on here? But instead, you know, they're Donner and Santa are both just like, no, 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 he'll grow out of it. We'll we'll see what happens. Right. So Santa, of course, is being a prick about this because he's not a very accepting of Rudolph being different. Right now, only Rudolph's mom is like, I'm not that worried about it. Yeah, she's like, no, nah, he's fine. He's healthy. He's smart. It's fine. It's just cosmetics. <laughs> We get a pretty bad song here about jingling jingle, balls. Jingle, jingle. <laughs> the only the only cute part is Rudolph tries to put on the reindeer harness, and it's way too big for him because it, it's right. it's Donner's. This goes on for fucking ever. This song I felt like went on forever. This yeah. this special, folks. If you've never seen this, or if you haven't seen this in a long time, and you, your mind only remembers it as like a kid. The special's 50 minutes long, approximately, and there are nine songs. Nine. Are there nine? Songs. Oof. There are not nine songs in your typical Disney movie, I wouldn't think. So there is a song every five minutes, <laughs> and they go on for quite a while. 
so Santa does this. He sings about him being Kris Kringle, and then he leaves. I liked the animation on Rudolph wagging his tail, yeah, it's saying cute. bye to Santa. I thought that was kind of cute. Yeah. So Donner is despondent that Santa won't let him fly. He's like, he'll never make he, the team. He's, <laughs> he's like, he's never going to make the team now. So I, I understand. It, it, Rachel, I can, I can, here's, here's how I will defend Donner a little bit here. Because Donner, like we've said, prick. Just a total prick. Yeah. He's concerned about his son's future. Uh, he because, is concerned about his son's future. He really is, yeah. Because Donner thought right away, like, okay, something, something with the nose. And then Santa confirms it by saying, well, you know, hopefully he does grow out of it, Donner. So now Donner's like, shit. We have to hide this because Santa is going to penalize Rudolph because he's got this nose. So in reality, this is all Santa's fault. Because if I mean, he would have accepted, if he would have accepted yes. him, Donner wouldn't be a jerk like, about the deal. nose. He's got a red nose. It kind yeah, of but reminds like, but, but Donner, I mean, I think it's also his reputation. So it's not just Rudolph, Fair. you know... That's and fair. his future, it's also yes. Donner's going, well, he's my son, and it's right. my reputation on the line Absolutely. here. Yes. Self-respect! And if he doesn't make the team, like... Yes. So I get the... Yes. The boys no, wait, are gonna make fun a, of me. Like, it's, a very, <laughs> it's a very interesting parallel. Like, it, folks at home, don't do this with your kids. Like, this should be <laughs> a... Really, this should be really kind good. of a thing where parents could see this and be like oh maybe i've been a little hard on the boy <laughs> like yes because <laughs> don't be donner because he's don't be kind a of a jerk <laughs> don't be a donner yeah, don't be a donner that can be a t-shirt why not <laughs> it's just a it's just donner's face with a big no sign around it what's his mom's name i don't remember okay hold on a second clarice is the dough. i think it yeah, so it's Clarice, right? No, 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 no. That's, that's the, that's the, the girlfriend. Because it was so-and-so and Clarice. What the hell is her name? Mrs. Donner. They don't Mrs. have a name? It's just Mrs. Donner. No. Don't be Mr. Donner, be they Mrs. Do. Like, they don't even have a name for her. Yeah, it's they just, just call Donner. her Mrs. Donner. Wow. Hmm. I don't like that. I don't either. Don't like that at all. They could have at least given her a name. I was wondering why I couldn't think of it, but all I was going to say was like, don't be a Donner, be a her. And now I'm like, but she's just Mrs. Donner. And now I'm like even more mad. <laughs> Darn it. I mean, if you want to believe the fact that the, the reindeer who have antlers in the wintertime are the females, she's the one in the damn team, not him. She's actually Donner. Why do you say that? <laughs> Because the reindeer don't say. have antlers. Female reindeers have the antlers in the in the winter. Oh, do they? I didn't know that. I mean, the the animation is such where the the male reindeers are darker brown and the does are like a lighter tan. That's how so, you can tell them apart. In this, yeah. Well, and the so the male male reindeer in the wild will use their antlers to impress their mates, and in the fall they no longer have use for them. So they shed them before Christmas. Right. The females oh, will retain their antlers until after they give birth to calves in the spring. Oh. So they're okay. the ones that have antlers. <laughs> and so she's the one that's actually on the team. And she's the true daughter. 
Oh boy. Well, we found a way to get this into the 2020s. It's an all-female reindeer <laughs> crew. It's like Ghostbusters 2016. Well, I mean, I mean, their last name is Donner. Maybe that's what it is, you know? <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, answer the call. Melissa Probably McCarthy not. can play Donner. I mean, Donner, I, think they could, I think they could do a fine job without making it that bad, okay? You're talking <laughs> about making it a piece of shit when it could be kind of cute with all, like, the girls, like, lining up and being on the team. Oh, somebody would call that woke in a heartbeat. And oh, of then course it would become they would. A political 100%. Message. I'm just saying, I don't see a problem with it. <laughs> no, it is stupid, though, if they don't give her a name. It's Yeah, I don't but understand that's, that. But that's the 60s for you. So Quite I think in my head, his Donner. first name isn't Donner. It's the last name. It's Mr. Yes. and Mrs. Donner. Mr. and Mrs. Donner. last name. Yeah, his he is Rudolph Donner. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> so Donner decides that he needs to make a fake nose covering out of the dirt on their cave floor. Yes. I Again, to your point, Rachel. It's like makeup. It's like cave. putting makeup on him. Yeah, it's like putting a little like cap on the nose. They're like, he'll get used to it. His mom licks it off so that he can let it shine through for while they're, you know, there. Well, because he talks like this because it's like clogging up his nose. Right. <laughs> Snowman says that for the first year, they were able to hide Rudolph's nose pretty well. And Donner taught Rudolph how to be a, a reindeer. What? It says nonconformity. Oh, yeah. His <laughs> nonconformity. I like that he says it that way. Yeah, like he says this, it weird. This disability that he has. Yeah, that's kind of what they're going with. Well, because Santa clearly against the uh, act to for disabled peoples. He is. Uh, he's not putting ramps up anywhere in the north. Stairs everywhere, mother. If these reindeer have an accident, they are shot to death. We cannot have any disabled reindeer or elves, mother. <laughs> Maybe it's after all of this that he's like, wait a minute. I shouldn't be discriminating. <laughs> and then he starts actually putting in like Again, good he's a very old German man. So it's, you know. <laughs> Santa Claus is German, right? I am right about that. Yeah. Like Santa, Mrs. Claus Santa is clearly Claus? doing like a, a German accent, right? Santa Claus? Weihnachtsmann? Weihnachtsmann I is... I don't know what Rachel is saying, and I hope it's not a slur. That's all I can say. It's a generic term for Father Christmas or Santa Claus. Uh, Santa Claus. We will turn Santa Claus into the best creature of the German peoples. <laughs> I mean, it does say Western Turkey. So I think All he's right. Turkish. I can see that too. Turkish, but... German, whatever. <laughs> we got the first hint of the abominable snow monster. Can't be a man because Sam is like, that is not a snowman. <laughs> Which is, to your point, Rachel, just a uh, yeti. He is, is just a yeti. yeti. Yeah. Yeah. He's a he's a big old yeti. <laughs> and he hates he hates Christmas. No according to Sam. Does he? Is he like attacking Santa all the time or something? That that was what I was because wondering. Because where do they come up with like, this? Why do they think that? There's no indication that he ever interacts with anyone no, in this seems, in this story. It seems like he just wants to be on his own. And if you come over like into his land, he's like, "Get the hell out of here!" Right? Like that's more, I think, what it is. I'm defending my property. Like <laughs> I don't need no Christmas lights. He's just saying, "Get off my, my lawn. property." <laughs> no reindeer games on my lawn. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. 
I, every ball that comes over this fence, I'm keeping it. Oh, we got a sandlot thing happening mm-hmm. now. <laughs> yes. Very well could have been. The sandlot with the reindeer and the abominable snowman is... It's uh, just the snow uh, lot. Ra- James Earl Jones? The snow lot. That's <laughs> terrible. Let's move on. So Sam says that business goes on as usual, and it's before Christmas. Rachel, I'm going to say this right now. <sighs> I'm going to say this right now, and I mean this. I mean this wholeheartedly. I, and I don't care who, who hears it. None of this elf shit needs to be in this special. Absolutely none of it. Well, they only I don't like to... these elves. <laughs> these elves are rude. They're mean and rude and bullies oh, and like. They're all pricks and, and bullies. Ru- too. I, oh my God. They're all about conformity. They're all conformists. They're all consumerists. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But I, I, obviously, they had to have. They're they're trying to give Rudolph a parallel again. It's just padding because if you take out the like the Hermes part, I do feel like it would cut it down a lot more. You know. Yes. But he, and yes. I guess I guess Rudolph needed a friend. We can't talk about the length of something, but we try to keep it at a decent clip and we're just telling you the story. So however long it is for us is because of how long the thing we're telling you is. So (laughs) yeah, none of this needs to be there. And I I understand what they're trying to do. It's just annoying because yes, there's all these elves. They all look the same. They all have the pointy ears and the dots for eyes, except for Hermie, who is this little nerdlinger elf. I'm fairly confident that Hermie's gay. Oh, probably. Absolutely. I would say so. I would yeah. say, he's got he's, that flip in his hair. He's very into like his style. Yeah, it's he's different he, than everybody he's else. Very is. Well, he's well put together. Yes. Is Hermie a gay icon, do you think? Oh, I, I hope so. Listeners, is he a gay icon? I I, I can't I'm tell not you. saying that as a complete joke. I'm like I'm honestly asking he if people could think Hermie be. is gay. I'm looking it up. Rachel's <laughs> We're never gonna get done with this. <laughs> yeah our podcast is going pretty well and then we spent about seven hours discussing <laughs> how the grinch stole christmas and rudolph the red-nosed reindeer and, and i thought what are we doing with our lives Hermie the elf turned dentist and prospect yukon cornelius dentist. are also gay they're saying the prospector is gay who is saying that according to vulture founder the fuck does that mean Vulture is like a like a like a magazine, right? I think Hermie is actually the gay icon, and he helps Rudolph like understand that it's okay to be different because yeah. he is also he's like he has all of this that he has to go through. He's got even yeah. more shit to go through than <laughs> than Rudolph. Yeah, because he's gonna lose his job because he's different. So let's get into Which that. Which is ridiculous. Yes, let's talk about this. So Hermie is like we said, he's he's different. He's got the blonde quaffed hair. He's, he's got, got big eyes. He's got actual pupils compared to the other elves. And like pink lips and stuff. Yeah. He is taking his sweet ass time painting this truck or whatever. The elves are making toys, and the oh drunk God. foreman, who is a huge prick, is like. Well, what are you doing, Harvey? Oh, and yeah. And like, well, sir, I just don't like making toys. And, like, and... the other elves, like, you can see them in the background, and they have, like, the most evil looks on their faces. 
and they're yeah, like, they're all, like <laughs> snickering and like talking about him behind it. I'm like, oh my god. Do you mind telling me what you do want to do? Well, sir, someday I'd like to be a, a dentist. A dentist? <laughs> well, we need one up here. Yeah, they're all very angry. Uh, Hermie, of course, played by Spider-Man. Paul Souls, who played Hermie, also was the voice of Spider-Man in the 60s. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is weird, because you hear this and you don't hear, my spidey sense is tingling from, like, the Spider-Man cartoon. <laughs> and now that's all I'm going to picture. <laughs> so they're shocked by the fact that he doesn't like being an elf. Yeah. You know what? I don't think that's a problem. Maybe you guys do need a dentist up there. Maybe you guys have I, issues with your teeth. We don't know. I wouldn't doubt it. He we could, don't, we he never could, he find might as well. Out. He should go find a home in a tree with the with the 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 Keebler elves, or you should go find a cobbler elf and he go looks kind of more make Keebler some shoes. Than, yeah. Maybe that's what he was born to do. Maybe this is like a a, a situation where he oh, got adopted he's a, he's into adopted. The, the Christmas elves. Yeah, and he was supposed to be a Keebler elf. But even if he was a Keebler elf, he wants to be a dentist. Like, yeah, that's but they his make passion. cookies and stuff, and so he's like, well, I'm actually the dentist because now we make money off of all the cookies that we also sell. And it's like, you know, win-win situation. <laughs> oh, I see. So he, he, he let, his family sets up the problem, and he comes in with the solution of fixing that's the That's right. Team. It's that's a big right. racket. <laughs> Those fucking Keebler elves are just a giant racket. <laughs> He says he's been studying to be an, a dentist and they need one up here. And the drunken foreman elf is like, you're an elf! And elves make toys! I never liked the voice on this head elf because it's so forceful. As like a little yeah. kid, it was another... like That's what I'm talking about with a lot of the sound in jarring. this special. Yes, jarring is the word. When you're like three years old and you're watching this and it's like everything in this... Stop motion animation always did this to me as a little kid anyway, because the motion to me was always so uncanny valley. You mm -hmm. match that with these voices that are jarring and over the top, and it just makes it almost And all the scary. noises that they make everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it wasn't enjoyable It was one of those things where it was like, oh, this is, something feels weird about this yeah. whenever I would watch stuff like this when I was a kid. So... He announces that there's a 10-minute break for all the elves, and, and he lets the elves all go, except he's like, Not you, Hermie, you little dentist wannabe little bastard. You paint that <laughs> fucking truck, or you're yeah, fired. You're, he's behind on his, his numbers. Yeah, he's, his, he's got to meet his quotas, because he works for Amazon, and he's got to stuff all these fucking <laughs> things into the mailbox. Here's the thing, Hermie. Why don't you just quit? Why don't you just quit? I get it. I guess this is like the only game in town. Santa's got a monopoly on. Right. Well, he probably doesn't get to live in the there. castle if he if he doesn't, you know, work there anymore. That's true. I'm just saying. So then he has to go he... to the nearest village, and you know, that's probably he a should pain go above and... the. He should go above the foreman's head here, and he should be like, "Look, Santa, I want to be a dentist. I'm gonna move out if that's what it takes to be a dentist. But I would r rather like have you guys as a client and try this out. And if it doesn't work out." I'll leave. Right. But, no, that makes sense. Know. Fair enough. You know, sometimes you got to go over that supervisor's head because they're not, <laughs> they're not there for your best interest. This guy's not, no, he's not, he is not a oh, good manager. Not. He's not there for the best interest of his employees. No, because he was like opinion. calling them out in front of the other ones. And then the other ones were being all like tittering in the background. Like, God, he's not doing Rude. a good job of trying to self-actualize with his employees. That's for sure. 
But he starts singing about being a misfit. Why right. am I just a misfit? I am not just a yet wit. And that goes on for fucking ever. He so, does say, you can't fire me, I quit them. I quit. That song. But he doesn't. Because months later, he's still working for them. So he's just... He's he's a milk. He wants from to office quit. space. I'm gonna look, burn look, the whole building look. down. It's one of those things where I think he just feels kind of stuck. Like he he yeah, wants he to quit. Stuck. He wants he's in to this quit dead so end bad. Job. Yeah. And he wants to to be able to do the things he loves, but he's like, but I I have to do this. Like I have right, to. I gotta pay the bills. I got bills to pay. I gotta make the rent because Santa's not letting us stay in the fucking castle. We've got rent outside of this castle. <laughs> A year passes or months pass, because I guess we needed that interlude to to be for the elves there. Rudolph is older now. He's like a kid. And right. he's like, put on the cap, son. And Rudolph's like, but daddy, I don't wanna. And he's like, you'll like it and you'll wear it, you little shit. I have <laughs> gone through, I go to work every fucking day and put food on this floor <laughs> So that you can one day pull Santa's goddamn sleigh. Put the cap on. So he puts the cap on. He, this yeah. is where he tells Rudolph that there's a little word called self-respect. And Santa can't object to him now. <laughs> He's so mean to Rudolph. Oh, really? And you can tell mom wants to say something. But like back then, she doesn't get to. Oh, She's not allowed yeah. to say anything. <laughs> When when Donner's not there, when Daddy Donner's not there, she could like be like, okay, look, this is what we're gonna do, right? With with Rudolph, but when he's there, she's like, I can't say anything because yeah, like yeah. that's kind of how that dynamic Shut is. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> you coddle him. You're coddling him. <laughs> all you ever do, Mary, is coddle him. It's all you ever do. He's never gonna grow out of that red goddamn nose. It comes from your side of the family, Mary. <laughs> I gotta tell ya. <laughs> I'm sad about it, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, this is we're, gonna be hard for you to Have fun. What? <laughs> This beloved Christmas classic. Uh, <laughs> Rudolph sings about being a misfit, so he leaves the cave yes. to cry. He takes off the cap and, he's, and he cries. Like the we go to the next. Is that what they call it? Because he's doing like, uh, the a same reprise, song. Yes. Yeah. Oh, a reprisal. I'm sorry. I don't know why I always say reprise. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> we'll just make that a shelf life saying reprise, and never explain it from <laughs> ever again. So now. It's fucking nut job, Santa Claus. It's it's springtime or summertime. He. Th this is according to Sam the Snowman. All the reindeer are out. They're all frolicking about. They're all talking mm -hmm. and having a good time. It's almost like a. It's almost like the first day of school type of thing. Yeah, kids on the playground type thing. According to Sam the Snowman, all the fawns are out to be inspected by Santa. <laughs> That's what he says. Yeah, I know. I know. Line up, children. It's time to be inspected by Santa. Oh, I hate I like it. Picture, Stop. All You're I picture it. is all I picture. <laughs> all I picture is Santa Claus like the judge at a dog show, 
and he's, he's like, like he's like really feeling good. their like like jaws <laughs> and like lifting their tails and stuff. Yes, it's just it's just a dog show, but with the reindeers. Yeah, Donner pushes Rudolph, and he's like, "Remember, don't." He's like, he tells Rudolph, like, "Don't worry about your nose, son." And it's like, "Well, Donner, you've been making a big fucking now you deal making, about you it. You keep mentioning his entire it. life." Maybe if you huh. didn't make a big deal about it, he wouldn't be self-conscious about it. Right. Maybe he'd learn to like control it. Maybe it's maybe it's like a mutant thing and it's like he yeah. he now can like he has oh, all his magic think, powers. Okay. Now, and now he can actually talking. control it and I, it's six months from now, Charles Xavier rolls his ass up to the cave and he's like, Mr. and Mrs. Donner, I'd like to see the boy. <laughs> Rudolph. I'd like to take him to a school called. <laughs> and he's like, oh, who? what's your name? My name is Charles Xavier Rudolph. Now, <laughs> I hear that you have a special gift. I don't have a gift. And then he telepathically goes, we all have some gift, Rudolph. And then he goes, <laughs> yes. take off the nose cap and show me. And he's like, <gasps> <laughs> how did you know? <laughs> now, now I want Rudolph to be in the X-Men team. <laughs> Folks at home, make that happen. Marvel, that's a freebie right there, Marvel. Rudolph on the X Men. I'd love it. He'd be on X. He could be one of those. You know what? He'd be one of those X. uh, One of those. There's a new Marvel thing coming coming out called like Marvel Pets or something like that. I can't remember (gasps) what it is. It's like DC did their Super Pets. Just have Rudolph be part of that. Oh yeah. He can he can pal around with Jeff the Shark. Yeah. He could be friends with Lockjaw. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, Lockjaw is a big mammoth uh, bulldog. That's right. That teleports with a fucking tuning fork stuck on his head. He would understand. (laughs) So probably can hear the nose every time it goes off. It's like that tuning fork. Goddamn. We're never never getting through this. Rudolph does go out and he tries to meet and, and mingle and he becomes friends with Fireball. Rachel, I can tell you why fi- I can- Fireball's a prick, and I can tell you why Fireball's a prick right away. <laughs> he is the, the he has the, this blonde the honcho mohawk. bully. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's a d- dead giveaway that Fireball is going to be a prick because he's one of these oh, kids yeah. that's like six years old and wants a mohawk, and the parents give him the mohawk, and it's like your kid. It's looks like, like a, a mohawk that asshole. turns into a mullet. You know, it's the yeah. mohawk that turns yes. into the mullet. Yes, with a rat tail. That's at what the I end. picture. Yeah, this kid in high school is wearing a leather jacket with fingerless gloves oh yeah he's he's smoking he's a terrible influence he's ripped his jeans to all hell Mm -hmm. draws on him all the time yeah Yeah. that's fireball and then he just pushes people around i just picture him being like someone pushes him for no reason for no reason he just butts him in the head like (laughs) (laughs) he is the stampy of rudolph's rudolph's club So then, for no reason at all, Rachel, we go back to the these this fucking song. This song is awful that these elves are singing. We all agree, and so does Santa. Yes, I was like, all right, it goes on forever, and Santa's sitting there like, I wants to be anywhere else but here. And I was like, he's like, tr- if- he's like, why are they still singing? Why do I have to sit here anyways? This is stupid. I have stuff to do. 
<laughs> at first i thought santa was just stressed out because he's got stuff to do like he's got to go inspect the fawns or whatever but no he really hates this song he, he is like this it. these stupid elves with this stupid fucking song so he's and he goes just... mrs claus makes me sit through it every year yes, and i it is, hate it it is just <laughs> mrs claus making him sit through this that's she's all just it is like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's clapping along so as much as I hated this song, and yes, when I had to go through it for note-taking purposes, I went through it at twice the speed. Because <laughs> I was like, we, I gotta get, Amazing. I gotta move. No, one thing I did note is there is a weird elf in this, in this song. The tall elf? Right? The tall There's the elf. tall nerd elf, alright? Yeah. The, the He's Rick, also uh, different. The Harold Ramis elf, you mean? <laughs> he looked like, I mean, he looked I, like yes. Harold Ramis. Yeah, yeah, but he's like different too. You know, he's really tall, lanky, yeah, and has different. glasses, so he's like a nerd. But so they have conf- optometrists. Why but can't they he, have a dentist? He conforms that's to true. what the other elves want to do. That's I guess and that's, that's true. Why yeah, he was bullied accepted. into it. He was yeah. bullied into it. Poor kid. He's Millhouse. Yeah, he's we the don't Milhouse know. He might have the elves. He might have ambitions and dreams too. But he conforms and does oh, whatever Oh, for sure. Want. He probably now, wants to get into electronics, and they're just like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, that is not how we do this here. We make little shitty cars and, and a bunch of dolls and shit. <laughs> so, two things about this scene, because I, I did hate it, and we can move on. Mr. and Mrs. Claus are sitting in thrones. Yes. Because they think very highly of themselves. Oh, yeah. And Santa's, Santa's body language for making you think he hates the song is great. Because it's like, it's like someone that is sitting in the chair and cannot stand being there. Oh, it, it's, this, He's it's like, the kid he, who just wants to go run around on the, on the playground, but they're making him sit yeah, through. Yeah, the like, kid in like church, yeah. Yes! He like keeps falling in his chair. He's like leaning on his shoulder. It's so oh, good. So, oh, it's great. It's great. I understand. I feel for you there. <laughs> Well, because he even he even goes like, you know, what did you think? Or like, Santa, what did you think? He's like, yeah, I'm going to go. I got to go. I got stuff to do. And he goes, it needs a little work. And then he leaves. Yes, he says it needs he a little work. He just is so like, God, I hate these goddamn elves. You know what? If, if your labor wasn't so cheap, <laughs> I would replace you all in a heartbeat. Apparently. He's got the, there's the Oompa Loompas next door. I could just. <laughs> I will go get the, if that fucking I'll talk Wonka to Wonka. didn't have those Oompa Loompas. I will rent them out from Wonka. I only need them for a month a year. They work <laughs> twice as hard as any of you pricks do. Yeah, year round. Year round. <laughs> Wonka's next door. He's got the competing castle. Yeah, I could see Wonka having a competing castle oh, in well, the North Pole. 100%. Very it's a good place Wonka's for him to coming. work because it's cold. You know, it keeps everything chilled. Yeah, the chilled. chocolate won't melt. Yeah. Mrs. Claus liked it, though. And oh, she, yeah. she, she said, lets don't the change a thing. Drunken foreman know this. He says that it was, like, terrible. He turns to, like, the guy, and he's like, that was terrible. Where's the tenor section? And they say the tenor section was weak because Hermie, this nutcase, oh my God. is practicing dentistry on dolls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what you do, though, right? You're supposed to practice on a dummy. That's fine. I was almost like, what is the problem with what he's doing here, though, for the drunken elf? Because if he's fixing the dolls, what is his problem? Because isn't that, like, his job? 
Right. He's like, I just came over to quality control. I got to make sure everything's doing okay. Yeah. You know? I don't, I don't see what he's doing wrong. But the Well, they, he wasn't at the performance, for one. <laughs> well, for yes, that's true. <laughs> the foreman elf is like, you're supposed to do important elf stuff, like wiggling your ears and learning this stupid song that Santa hates. He just like storms off. And Hermie's like, you know what? Fuck this job. I quit. And he mm -hmm. finally decides to leave after years of this abuse. Back at the reindeer games, because this is as good as they could come up with for figuring out how to interpret reindeer games for this special. The does are there, so all the female reindeer that are Rudolph's age are there as well. You can tell right. which one Clarice is because she has a bow in her hair. Right. <laughs> Comet comes out. Comet is coach. their coach. Comet's going to teach them how to fly. Yes, he's he has got a, a he has a whistle, a whistle, and a baseball hat on. <laughs> Pretty awesome, right? So he is that weird cat eye lady from Harry Potter, and he's going to teach them all how to fly. Oh, yeah. So they all, all right. have to get their their brooms. He's a real 1960s style coach too, and the way that he's talking and the way that he's got the voice, <laughs> I will be your pal and your coach. I'll also and the announcer. <laughs> so he says that he's going to make bucks out of him. Their first game, take off. Because they didn't, they couldn't think of anything better. This is uh, Dasher's boy, first goes, and he kind of flops. But Comet says it's all right for a first try. They all laugh at him because they're all jerks, because they're all going to do yes. this. They're all going to flop. Right. Like, why are you I, laughing? I, I, if I was Comet, I'd a little be like, hey, you're all going to do this, and you're all going to fail. Right. So, like. It reminds me of being in, like, gym in, like, grade school. And it's well, like, yeah, that we is all what it's supposed to be. Thing. You know, because... like nobody actually laughed though, because we're all like, none of us wants to be here. <laughs> but as we as we point out though, the allegory here is that children are horrible oh, monsters. Children are horrible monsters, yeah. So this is just them being horrible monsters in that way. That's correct. Fireball thinks that Clarice is making like goo goo eyes at Rudolph. So Rudolph goes over to flirt with her. I like this little touch here where she says something about him being cute. Or whatever he blow something first about him being like he maybe he'll be like the best one and then she's like well, what's what's wrong with the way I talk because he can't <laughs> talk with the noza right. he blushes and his his blush reflex causes the nose to glow because right, you which can makes see him it totally red yeah because yeah. you can see it a bit and that's where Clarice is like something wrong with your nose. I wrote down, hello, Clarice. Oh, because Silence of the Lambs is, is all I could think yeah, of. Because her name, is, name Clarice. is Clarice. And you go, oh, hello, Clarice. <laughs> <laughs> hello, Clarice. Welcome to the, to the reindeer games. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh-oh. Now what kind of reindeer games is it going to be? <laughs> so I didn't understand what, what happened here because, and I, and I think they just must have edited out a line or something like that because <laughs> Clarice goes, would you want to go with me? And Rudolph's like, okay. And I was well, like, isn't like go with go me, where? Like, isn't that also mean like dating? Like maybe to go with, maybe to go it's out? a 1960s colloquialism. You're right. Yeah, it might be just from the 60s, and I'm too young. I think young. it is. Yeah, I think I think you, it's I think like you're a go right. with. Yeah. yeah. So it's, what, it's a so, weird way to say it, but it is. So for like Gen Z, we should be saying that Rudolph had mad Riz. And Clarice was no capping on that date with Rudolph. Oh, you must have Gen Z people working for you. Because I'm like, I'm sitting here going, what? <laughs> I'm trying I to keep I don't really us know hip. their terms. 
I I always I'm thought that Riz hip. just meant somebody like had game, and it means char- it's just short for charisma. Oh, and is I was it? Like, yeah, they just shorten everything, isn't it? Isn't everything yeah, just shortened? Even yeah, the shortened shorten words, everything. they shorten. And yeah. it's like, what are you doing? I remember this from when I was a kid. I remember this specifically. She said, I'm cute. I'm cute. I'm cute. And he starts flying in the air. I can vividly like picture sitting like in the basement watching that on a VHS yes. copy that I had taped. He floats in the air and he flies from his boner, I guess, gave him the confidence <laughs> to fly. God darn it, no. And, but I uh, guess, he, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like Peter Pan, you know? You need, like, a good... You have to think happy thoughts to be able to fly. Right, yes. So he is able it's to fly. Magic. And he lands perfectly, too. And Comet's like, outstanding! And Santa happens to be, like, Chip coming off by. Chip the old yeah, and Sam's like, oh, that was pretty good. So he goes over and he starts roughhousing a little bit with Fireball. And the nose cap falls off and it reveals the red nose. And Fireball, like I said earlier, looks like he saw Satan himself. Yes. Because <laughs> he's like, what is, that? what is that? <laughs> and it makes that horrifying noise. And Comet's like, ah. So Fireball is horrified. He calls him a fucking freak. And Comet <laughs> is shocked. They all point and laugh at him because he's an alcoholic. Oh my god. Yes. They Santa. point and laugh and call him names. Freaks. Yeah. They call him a, a, a little piss boy. And wow. then... Wow. Jeez. These guys bad. <laughs> Santa. I don't think admonishes Donner for the right thing here. He says Donner should be ashamed of himself. And you want to think that it's for hiding the nose. That's yes, what Santa for, like, is admonishing your kid Donner for. To, to do this. Part of me thinks it's him going, you really should be ashamed of yourself, Donner, having that little fucking freak. <laughs> Rudolph. Yeah! Because then he's like, oh, he had a nice takeoff, too. Like, oh, now yeah! I have to say no to him because he's now a I have to say freakish no to him kid. This, like, he's a little what? fucking freak. They won't he's let Rudolph. They won't let Rudolph play anymore. I don't understand why. I, I know that it's because he's different, but there's really no good reason why he doesn't do this. Or doesn't yeah, let nobody gives play. a reason why, oh, you have a red nose. Okay, that means you can't fly. Nobody gives a reason. Nobody gives a reason. They all are just bigoted pricks this yes. entire time. All of them. He's ostracized. He runs away. Clarice follows, and she says that she likes his nose. It's a handsome nose. And he's like, but it's different. And he's, she says, it's different, but that's what makes it grand. So she's just totally hot for him. I know. I love it. She's adorable. Good for her. <laughs> Clarice, <laughs> she starts singing about dreams coming true. I remember this one a bit. And then all these woodland creatures come by to listen to the song and sing yes. with her, too. This felt like it went on forever. Just yeah. forever. I wrote that it's kind of the 60s kid show version of them, like, making out. That's what we're essentially getting here. Well, they are all couples, too. All the all the woodland creatures, right? All they all are, are in twos. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Clarice it's, it's, uh, it's the um, Simba and Nala scene where they're it's the, you know, it's, playing. There's a lot of Lion King parables. Can you feel the love tonight? <laughs> yes, this is Can You Feel the Love Tonight? He leaves, he finds Timon and Pumbaa, 
There's a lot of Oh my god, Lion it's King true. Parallels. He comes back grown. His dad's not dead, but at least he comes back, you know. <laughs> now that could have been a way to improve this where Donner is the head reindeer. And there's a scar-esque uncle <gasps> reindeer that kills Donner to oh, become wow. the head reindeer. Ooh, I like that so too. there's your evil villain. Yeah. <laughs> that could work. And they blame Rudolph's nose going off for like causing the accident. And that's <gasps> oh, why he right, runs away. Right, because it was away. so bright. Yeah. Like Donner runs, it, like crashes the sleigh. Because he says, oh, it blinded him, but it didn't. Yeah. He but it really like was Scar Reindeer who like oh. shined like a red thing. I like that's this right. idea. Ooh. I like this. <laughs> I like this ripoff. So Clarice's, <laughs> Clarice's dad comes by and he's like, I won't have my daughter hanging around any sort of weird freak with some red nose. Again, it's about alcoholism, right? So I, I guess. <laughs> I mean, not who's really. Clarice's dad is my question. I'm That's assuming he's also question. a part of like the originals, right? I'd like to think that he's a backup. I'd like to. Oh, think you that think he's, he's a backup? A... I mean, Santa's got to have backups, right? They're all having kids. So he's, he's not, not using them all every year. I'm just saying. <laughs> so like, he's got his A squad, and then like maybe he has like other squads. Oh yeah, sure. No, that makes sense. That that feels that feels fair. I think that would be okay. Like, that's not, like, a bad thing. They don't get worn um, out then. Yeah, exactly. Even though they only work once a year for him anyway. I mean, it's all magic, but, I mean, it's a lot of flying, you know, for one night. That's that's a lot. It's a lot of flying. Around the world, man. Yeah, he has to come back and get the, the next round, round him up. Hermie pops up out of a snowbank. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't I know, know what he was doing. Does he live? I guess he was watching in this them. Snow tunnel now. Oh, he's a bit of a peeper. I I like to watch. <laughs> so I mean, he might have just been walking by because he did just quit too. But I mean, I like the idea that he was just like, "Oh, she's singing. I'm gonna watch." <laughs> oh yes, I love hearing the young reindeers sing. They sing so much better than us elves. Yeah. <laughs> He so he says, to join in, though. So he's like, yeah, no, screw that stuff. He says, he tells him that he's a dentist. Well, he wants to be because he's a failure in every way, shape, and form. And then sure. he tells him that he's independent. I re and I remember that, Rachel, because like as a little kid, you're like, what does that mean? And you just, <laughs> just like, <laughs> like, like okay. It out. They run away together, but first they sing about being misfits for an hour and a half, and then they start <laughs> running away. Did you have something to say about it, Rachel? I thought you were going to. Okay. No. I mean, Rudolph now is like, I guess I'm also whatever you said. And he goes, independent. Yeah, independent. I'm also independent. Like, whatever yeah, that means. I guess like I'm that too. Independent or whatever, yeah. I so wonder if mean... he thinks that means like he is like running away and he's just going to be like, uh, I don't know. A lost toy. Of... Yeah. Yeah. I'm lost. I'm a lost, I'm a lost toy. toy. They realize it was a bad idea almost immediately because it starts to snow and they're just stuck <laughs> out in the middle of the wilderness because they're fucking stupid. Which, I mean, sure, kids run away all the time and they usually go, yeah, I, I made it five minutes and I'm going home. <laughs> they have these little fits, right? And then they, they're they like, oh, wait, it's fine. I'm actually fine. 
They just have to sort through those feelings they don't understand. I bet it wasn't even months that he was gone. They were only gone for like a few no, days. No, they were no, no. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. <laughs> so they uh, have to douse the light of his nose because the snowman can find them that way. So the yeti or the snowman. Yeah. The, the abominable. I mean, they could be afraid of the snowman, too. You don't know what he's going to do, so... The the abominable. We'll say the abominable. Yeah. Mr. Bumble. <laughs> yes. As we'll learn in a second. So, uh, It's just Sam, easier to say than the abominable. I mean, that's a hard uh, word to right. say. We'll say Bumble. We'll say Bumble. Because on a podcast, saying the abominable a lot will make it very clear that we're uh, running low on steam by the end of this. <laughs> abominable. <laughs> A bumble I think that's why it's a bumble. I think it is bumble way. because of that, yeah. Yeah. You think the bumble uses bumble? Anyway. So Sam <laughs> That was a bad dad joke. <laughs> I mean he probably has to. He seems like there's not that yeah, many yetis there's around. There's not a lot so. out there, yeah. So I would probably be on Bumble. I'm on Bumble now. Folks at home, find me. So they run away together. Sam shields his fear with the parasol. Yes. Like you do. Because he's afraid of the bumble. Of course. They get through the first night, and we get our the best character in this entire special. Oh yeah. My opinion. He is Yukon Cornelius. Larry Mann is playing Yukon Cornelius. I say it's Larry Mann as Jeff Bridges, as Rooster (laughs) Cogburn, as Yukon Cornelius. Oh my god. Like, oh, we're gonna be in a little mumble. What are you little buggers doing out here by yourself? My yep. name's Yukon Cornelius. I'm the best prospector inside of the North Bowl. Yep. That's Yukon Cornelius. He he is he is very burly. He's red haired. You know, he yes. could be he could be uh Santa's Same replacement. <laughs> he could be Santa's replacement. If Santa is looking for a replacement, Yukon Cornelia, that'd be a fun I mean, Santa. this man like, is a nice oh, man. Oh, get you guys all dressed up. Oh, oh, oh. Now we're going to put on some tools. We're going to give some presents to the goddamn children all out here. It's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> and then, I'm going to take the dogs out this time. Yeah, he'd bring his Humane Society dogs. Because, you know, instead of going to, like, a breeder for huskies, he's just like, yeah, I went to the Humane Society and just took whatever was there. Because... <laughs> It's just the, the yep. weirdest grouping of dogs. He's got like a Saint Bernard. He's got a corgi. There's like a like there's a poodle. Like, yeah, <laughs> this is whatever he had. Mush, mush. Don't you understand North Pole talk? Mush. What's this? <laughs> hey, you get frostbit that away. Who are you? Who am I? The name's Yukon Cornelius. The greatest prospector in the north! This is my land! And you know, it's rich with gold! Gold! Gold and silver! Silver and gold! Wahoo! His big gimmick is that he flips his pickaxe in the air and lets it land wherever, and then he licks it. And I distinctly, as a kid, remember the licking noise. Because he's trying to see if there's he's silver or gold. He's tasting what the ground is. Yeah. yeah he's is like, oh, like okay, me- that's what's here. Well, get my precious metals out of the ground. Little buggers are going to help me get all these fucking metal out of the ground. 
Yeah, because so, he, he seems to know, like, when, when he licks it, he kind of goes, oh, okay, it's made of this. This is what's buried here. So he yeah. knows, like, where to dig. And then suddenly, for no reason, mind you, Sam the Snowman starts singing a song about silver and gold. Now, I know, silver Rachel, that the reason is because gold. he mentions wanting silver and gold, my boy! But there's still no reason for this song. Now, hang on. I love, <laughs> I love the fact that the seals and Sam the Snowman have like a little bit worked out oh, here, like yeah. they had it ready to go. Because a seal comes by and hands Sam a banjo to start doing the song. <laughs> yeah, he's like friends with those seals. This song goes. The on squirrels forever. come and they're doing like a whole little skit for him and everything in this whole song. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah this this thing takes forever. This song is so unnecessary. <laughs> it, but Burl it's a little odd because he he they're like trying to tie it back to Christmas by saying that's how we decorate the Christmas tree with silver and gold. Because you put tinsel or garland on it. Yeah. yeah. So they're trying to tie the it baubles. back. They're trying. They're trying their best. Mm-hmm. But Burl Ives is such a good like singer that it's like yeah, well, I like the song. <laughs> but, but like, why it's is it fine? Here? Right. All right, so we go back to... He needs to get some ham hocks. <laughs> yeah, he tells them that, that he'll take him with to get some ham hocks. Well, he's like, he's getting supplies. He's getting supplies, all right? Yeah, <laughs> so, like, yeah. that's the whole idea. But yeah, gunpowder, ham hocks, guitar oh, strings. Some gunpowder, some guitar strings, and some ham hocks. You're <laughs> <laughs> all the basics to go down to the store. I'm not going to have a voice after this. No, not if you keep doing that one. So he, he puts them in the in the sleigh, and he tries to tell the dogs to mush. And right. they're just, like, staring at him like, no. No, I love that they all just hop this is the on best. to the cart. Too. Yes. So then he's like, let me show you. And they all hop on, and he's just pulling the sled. Yeah, so then he's just pulling the sleigh. It's very then, cute. The guy is very a... charismatic. Yes, he's got a lot of riz, as we, as we said. So... The Abominable, though, chases them down, and he starts pulling them to get out of there. You know, I wonder if he was, like, drawn to them because of that silver and gold song. He's like, oh, music. I like music. And so he but just started, like... they were singing the song the snowman Yeah, the was. snowman was. Yeah. Well, the snowman's oh, yeah, not right. in the same timeline. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that it was, like, all happening in the same place. If we had, like, a singing folk... It's like, very fourth wall-ish, you know? Like, this is actually, like, a, a this is a stage, and the snowman's just standing next to the stage singing, and <laughs> so they can talk to the snowman at any point, because it's the story. I would love if at one point the snowman shows up in the background, and Hermie just turns to Yukon Cornelius and is like, the hell's that? Sam's just strumming on the banjo. So they need to get away from the Abominable, and they go to like the edge of the ice and you Cornelius has an, a plan and he takes the pickaxe and he carves out a piece of the ice and they float on it down river and he's like Bumbles hate water. Everybody knows that Bumbles hate water. They can't swim, they sink. Yeah, they sink. So they he get just away can't from... swim. I don't think he's ever learned. <laughs> Why would he need to swim? Right. Yeah, uh, so he does the pickaxe thing again to celebrate nothing. And they <laughs> float on downriver. 
And they're like, well, what what can you do? Should we just join Yukon Cornelius as this three-man operation here? And he's like, well, you can work with me. You can work with me. I'm going to mine a bunch of gold mines and silver. I'll have all the miners and shit. So that's their plan. They're just going to, like, become miners with Yukon Cornelius. Meanwhile, Donner... I guess realizing that he's been a prick and that's why Rudolph ran away is like, I've got to go find Rudolph. Don't come with me, Mrs. Donner. Not because if he shows up, I need you to be here. Sam the snowman says, that's men's work. Yeah, that's a man's work. Yeah. No, this is a man's work. Exactly. You can't come. It's man's work. <laughs> Which is bullshit. And you know what Clarice and Mrs. Donner do? They fucking go out anyways. They go out anyway. Because <laughs> they're like, screw you, Mr. Donner. We're going anyways to find our Rudolph. I was Good kind for of them. Hoping, I was kind of hoping that, misremembering what happened, I was like, oh, I was kind of hoping that Donner is the one that gets trapped by the the bumble. And yes, then, and like Mrs. And Donner Clarice has to and come Mrs. and get Donner him. find him first. Yeah, that's right. how it happens, but... Because they would have been great. This isn't that progressive. It's made by Rankin and Bass. They're making fucking, you know, this thing. (laughs) So they end up, Yukon and and company end up on this island. I guess I should say Rudolph and company. But for me, Yukon Cornelius is the the main (laughs) character going forward. It's more so Yukon and company. They end up on the island here. And they see the griffin flying into this fucking ice castle. (laughs) This is bizarre. This is utterly, totally bizarre. I don't know what kind of drugs bizarre. everyone was taking in the 60s. Yes, bizarre. This is bizarre. <laughs> this is bizarre. To a whole nother <laughs> level. So we find out. And Rachel, this is this scared me as a child, I feel like. It I mean, it is kind of creepy. I'm not going to lie. It's a little creepy. So they, the jack-in-the-box comes out of the box. Jack-in-the-boxes are scary anyways, because clowns, okay? <laughs> Look. <laughs> sure. But he's not he's a jack-in-the-box. Jack, he's a charlie-in-the-box. <laughs> that's right. That's that's right. And all the rest of the toys start coming out of the woodwork, and we learn all about the Island of Misfit toys. They're toys. Right. That I guess have been made by elves. Yeah. I want to assume that they're made by elves like Hermie, who's like, I'm going to make something very special. I'm going to oh, make like a cowboy riding an ostrich. And then nobody oh, yeah, wanted yeah. it. I'm wondering if it's like that. Yeah, it's got to be like that. Or like they're they're so overworked that every once in a while they just make a really bad one, like depression doll over here. So like, yeah, yeah. is that the, doll the problem with, depression? with the doll? Does she have yeah. depression? So I looked it up because I had okay. to. I was like, what is wrong with the doll? She because never there's really nothing says, wrong with she's her. She's crying all the time. Yeah. And apparently it's because she is sad. She's a sad, like, depressed doll that she has, like, a mental issue. And so she <laughs> she's on the island of Misfits Toys. And I'm like, Not that's to laugh so at mental awful. issues. I'm laughing at the idea of, of in this Rudolph special, this doll has depression. And that's yeah. why she's on the island. Isn't that sad? Poor Dolly. <laughs> Yes, so the doll is sad. Tra- uh, train has square wheels on its caboose. 
Yeah, the but, elephant has polka dots. Which, like, like what's he's, the problem with that? Yeah, I didn't I think that. Understand. I really didn't think there was a problem with that. My husband said it, maybe it's because he looks diseased. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, fair. It's like fucking show. some type of pox. <laughs> yeah, in the 60s, I mean, you could get polio and shit. <laughs> so they go through this song... And at this point, I really wanted, like, Hermie to turn and be like, let's leave. <laughs> we need to leave right now. <laughs> We're the misfits of misfits right now. We need to get out of here. <laughs> I feel like this song goes on for fucking ever, too. It does, but I also, I, I remember the Misfits toys, like, the Island of Misfits toys being, like, its own A major part movie. of this, yes. And it was I, huge, yes. and there was, like, so much yes. that happened, and I'm like, that was it? Yes. Like I really thought it was a much larger part of this show. Yeah. Uh, there's also a uh, a squirt gun that shoots jam. Yeah. It's screwed. I mean, I just think somebody just, you know, filled you up improperly, but that's <laughs> I do wonder Rachel, there's a sequel to this. Uh there's, oh, there's is several there? sequels to this. There's a sequel to this called like something Rudolph and the, the uh, Rudolph swims. and the Island of Misfit Toys or something like that. In 2001, there was a CGI animated sequel called Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and the Island of Misfit Toys. But two, by 2001, we would have been too old to care. So right. I don't think that's what we're thinking of. I think we I both think misremembered so. this as being way bigger of a part than right. it really is. So they get done with the song. And then yes. Rudolph and company are like, can we stay here? Because we're yeah, misfits. Yeah, like we're a bunch of misfits. Even though, Can't we just is stay Cornelius with you guys? a misfit? I don't know how he is, but I guess he's like, no, no but I, think he, I don't, I don't think he wants to stay. I think he's just kind of making sure that these guys have a place to go. To a place to Almost stay. childlike. Yeah, and he's like being yeah. protective. Okay. So even I'll, though the elf is I'll probably over this. 100, he's just like, I got to take care of this kid. <laughs> The fact that I enjoyed the character of Cornelius, I will allow this. So <laughs> the misfit toys are like, well, if you want to stay here, you have to go ask Aslan, who is a fucking griffin and yes. apparently is king of this island. Now, is he like I... a stuffed animal? Is he like the griffin stuffed animal? I have no idea what he is. I know South Park has made fun of this. Why is there a griffin in this movie? Well, I think he has to also be a toy, right? I don't know. It, it sounds more like he lets them stay there. Because he's like, ah, oh, yes, I let the misfits stay here. I know South Park has made fun of this character. Like, I can oh, picture they it. Must, I don't know if they what. didn't, I would be so surprised. What is the name of this Aslan? I thought it was, but I can't No, remember. it can't be. Don't. No. Get out of here. No, it's not. It's not Aslan. It's King Moonracer. Oh, there it is. Yeah, Moonracer. <laughs> what does that mean? What What does that mean? I don't know. I don't understand that at all. I have no idea why there's a griffin in this. So this is like he rules this island and this is like Correct. his castle and everything? That's right. Yes. That's what huh. I think. So what does he do here? Now I need to know a little bit more lore about this griffin. This, this is just his island. This is Ice Island. I rule the Ice Island. Silence, <laughs> reindeer. I will judge if you can stay here. 
he essentially is like, you guys can't stay here. You're not real misfits. So I can't allow you to stay here. And quite frankly, the island already is kind of full. In fact, I've drowned some of these fucking misfits. <laughs> and I just haven't told what? the rest of the toys. Jeez. He kind of comes to the idea of like, you guys can stay here tonight. Because I'm like, not going to kick you, you out. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a jerk. Look. <laughs> and... But I want you to go back to Christmas Town, and I want you to tell Santa that there's a bunch of toys here that need homes. Right. So they're like, "All right, fine, good deal, Aslan." And we'll we'll do. I'm not calling him Moon Racer, and we'll. Uh, he's Scar. He could be the Scar. Rachel. He's got the black mane. Could be Scar. Yeah. Yeah. It could it could work. I just don't know if he's evil. I haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> I have not figured that out yet. I need to watch this movie like four more times to figure out if he's evil. So they all are shown to a hotel room on in this ice castle. They're all sharing a bed. They must have got a very they got a very tight quarters here at Moonraiser's uh, uh, castle. But they're all laying there, and they're all talking about, like, what they're going to do. And they're like, well, we'll just, you know, keep on moving once once the morning yeah, comes. He's like, yeah, but my nose, like, the bumble's like, going to yeah, come get us. Yeah, we'll deal with us. it. It's fine. Yeah, they don't care. They're like, that's fine. It's it's no big deal. We'll just keep yeah, going. Yeah, we, re- we honestly don't care. So let's get some shut-eye. We'll wake up in the morning, we'll make some eggs and pancakes, and we'll figure out what's going to happen. Oh, I'll yeah. make some griddles. Maybe I'll cook up one of these bellers over here, and we'll make us some steak or something. He'd make some Belgian waffles. So in the middle of the night, Rudolph leaves because he believes that he's going to endanger Hermie and Yukon by staying with them. So he leaves this little cottage house. He gets gets on the freaking an iceberg and leaves like, (laughs) what are you doing? So he leaves Timon and Pumbaa and truly just heads out on his own. Rachel, this is where you're saying you don't think much time passes, but he gets substantially larger. No, you're right. And grows yeah, antlers. A, yeah, yeah, fine. Fine. He's also a deer, but yeah, fine. <laughs> I'm saying it's been months. It is. Yeah, we I know it's been months been because like Santa at some point says th- they've been out looking for you for months. Right, sure. And because you didn't write back or phone them when you got to that moon racer <laughs> island. So we get a montage of Rudolph interacting with different woodland creatures. He plays with some polar bear cubs, and then the polar bear's like, get out of here, you freak. And then he, uh, we don't, we're not friends with you. We'd eat you. <laughs> the, first, the first thing we get to see of, like, teenage Rudolph is his ass. It's just this big ass shot of Rudolph Oh, drinking. yeah, that's true. He's bent over and everything. It's to yeah, reveal, water. It's to reveal the antlers and that he's bigger. Right. That's the point of it. It's just, you know, I'm just being facetious to say like yeah, and get this ass shot right and sam the snowman says that he realized that he can't run away from his problems anymore he's gonna go home why yeah where did you come a big, up with that i've got did a big fucking problem with sick? that i have what, a huge what problem with that we spent all this time with all the superfluous bullshit and then all of the characters. the superfluous growth, bullshit didn't do anything for him Right. It was just off on his own. He just decides he's going to go home. Like, you know what? I'm going to go home. That's it. I'm, I'm, done. D- I'm just going to go, go home. home. Like, what? What? There was no- nothing. Nothing. to. Pr- that was to... kind of annoying. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That, that was. Me. That was really bad. Really bad. He and goes he back. he just gets home, like, so easily. 
He doesn't get lost. Nothing happens. He just gets right. home. It's like, yeah, now I'm he home. Just, he gets home. The the reindeer still make fun of him for having the red nose. He's like, fuck you guys. I'm going, I'm going back to my house. <laughs> Which good for him, you know, character growth, but still. But again, like, we don't know why he why? believes this. Like, it would make sense if he stuck with Hermie and Yukon yes. and they taught him confidence or, like, he realized. Yeah, and they grew there's, together. There's, there's no growth. They were just being told that there's growth for no reason. And it's like, none of this happened for any reason here. Right. He goes back to the cave, and nobody's there. And Santa must have heard that Rudolph was back in town, so he shows right. up. Well, he heard the and reindeer he... snickering and saying, you know, red yeah. nose, red nose, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, they're all gone, Rudolph, because you were selfish, and you abandoned your family, even though I'm the reason that you ran it's away It's my anyway. fault you did this. <laughs> So he tells them that they now went my out best to look... flyer's gone. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't even does he really he doesn't even, even care, care about like, Rudolph. My best flyer's gone because of you. Right. So Rudolph's like, I'll find them, sir. Don't you worry. And this is when the storm that Hits. the snowman has been telling us about this entire time comes, and it's this giant right. blizzard. It takes out Christmas Town. It's going crazy. The the elves are flying everywhere. It's mass hysteria. Oh my gosh presents are being unwrapped igloos are being up e ended trees are being undecorated sorry go on. what we what we end up finding is very Rudolph violent stumbles upon yep the bumbles cave where he's preparing to eat clarice because i guess clarice and his mom and dad probably at some point there's a deleted scene where they all meet up they all and caught they, up yeah yeah and they all stumbled upon the the cave is he gonna eat her you think he's gonna eat her or is he just like playing with her like she's a toy or something because like wouldn't he have eaten her already like did he just catch them i don't know it's an excellent question <laughs> they make it seem like he's gonna eat her they don't like redeem we, don't, we still the don't bumble. know like i'm wondering if the snowman you know the the narrator of this story uh -huh. is he's got know, a little bias he's got a so, bias against yetis he's got bias he's against like, yetis he thinks bumbles are these giant like just bumbling idiots and he that's why he like he pictures them this way but maybe mm. they're actually like kind gentle giants yeah, he could be a misunderstood gentle giant. That's I know right. that's Rachel wants to believe that. I'll let you believe that. I I don't know. I think he's. I mean, he becomes friends with him at the end. I don't think Spoiler he hates alert. Christmas or anything like that. that <laughs> I don't think he hates Christmas either. That's I, mean, I think just, all it's all lies a, and, and rumors. <laughs> this is all just. This is all propaganda. <laughs> it's all propaganda. All using Sam the Snowman. There's no fucking King Moonracer or any of this. <laughs> bullshit <laughs> so the yeti looks ridiculous he's this big hairy beast he has right. a blue face his yes, nipples are he's showing yeti. he's got blue hands giant he's big got feet kind of he's big foot, stuggy, you know. yeah stumpy corgi legs kind of thing rudolph comes in and he's like hey let her let her go and the bumble being an idiot tries to catch rudolph rudolph gets behind it though and starts like hammering on him the Yeti murders Rudolph by hitting him with a stalagmite. <laughs> and then laughs. So Rudolph and company are in trouble. And this is where the real heroes of the story come in. That's right. <laughs> because we don't know what Yukon and Hermie have been doing this entire time. They've been try probably trying to find Rudolph, you know. I would, and they're just, I like, I would guess out. that too. Yeah, so they yeah. stumble upon the cave because wouldn't you know it. 
And Yukon, who has a gun, mind you, on his belt this entire oh, yeah. time. Yes, he does. Comes up with a plan. And a whip. I mean, he's been whipping the Yeah, he's the been whipping these dogs, dogs the, this entire time, which you shouldn't do. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, so Rudo- <laughs> Rudolph's knocked unconscious by the bumble. It's the, same, and I... the second whipping. You know, we had whipping in a... With the Grinch, yeah, we had, whipping, we had, yeah, we had dog whipping in both of these. The sixties were all just about whipping dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, go on. So the Bumble's got all of the reindeer in one part of the cave. He's got Luke Skywalker in another part of the cave. Right. And so he's he's all set and ready to go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's got it all. His, all of his stories are set up now. Because that thing from. Empire Strikes Back. That's just the Bumble Cave, right? That's just another. Oh, oh, oh! Look at this. I was watching the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer special, and I saw <laughs> the, the and Yeti, I like, and oh, I thought, oh, what if we put that? it on a different planet? We could put oh, it on a different planet. Put that an alien. I needed something on this Hoth planet for Luke to get <laughs> to be caught by. <laughs> There's a. That's a. What's that show on uh, Adult Swim? The Chicken Show. What's that called? Robot Chicken. Yeah, it's a robot chicken. chicken sketch where Rudolph's oh, playing the be. snowman and then and Luke's just hanging in the back because he's already yeah. been caught. And he's yeah, like, take that... my take my light like my lightsaber. He's like, yeah. I already have one. And like his nose gets bigger yep. and he there can we go. like fight with it. There you go, robot <laughs> chicken. We just gave you a four-minute sketch. <laughs> just say courtesy of shelf life in the credits. <laughs> we'll be happy. So their big plan is Hermie does a <laughs> abominable snow monster. A cat call, I guess. Yeah. I know how to... to... It's, you know, one of those. <laughs> well, I think he, he's doing a pig. He's acting like a pig because the, the Yeti is hungry. So Mr. Bumble's like, oh, a pig. That's actually yeah. way hardier than deer meat. I don't know. I, yeah. Maybe it's just it's had, not going to be as gamey. Right? So I think you we have. Venison? I think I've had yes. venison. Yeah. yeah, I think Grandpa had it from like a friend. And I think like we've eaten meat, it. Isn't it. It's yeah, it's dark meat, and it's supposed to be gamey. I think. Yeah, a little gamey. So I think pork would be better. Much right? more succulent. Get, make some yeah. bacon out of it. It'd be great. Oh, this bumble loves bacon. Roast yeah, pork loves bacon. Out. I love a good bacon in the morning. We find some pigs out here. We'll get the bumble pig, and we'll get ourselves a pig. I'm not gonna have a voice tomorrow. <laughs> Everyone at work's gonna be like, "Why, why, why are you?" Sick? I was and doing gonna... the Yukon voice. No, I was doing a lot of Yukon Cornelius impressions. I did a bit where Donner was yelling at his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. So, the Bumble, being an idiot, comes out of the cave, and Yukon Cornelius attempts to murder him by dropping a bunch of ice on him. This doesn't work, so he has to get a bigger boulder, and that hits him on the head. It's like an actual right. rock piece, so and that takes him, him down. And then Hermes like, don't worry, I have plans for the bumble. <laughs> Does he actually say that? I don't remember No, he that. says, like, I'll take care of him, and he's got the... Oh. So, Rachel, I always, I always got very disturbed by this. I don't know why, as a kid, I was always like, what the hell did he do to him? Because oh, you're right. I forgot about that. He's got these clamps. Yeah. All right. And then he walks between the Bumble's leg. And I'm like, oh, I hope he didn't clamp that. Oh, <laughs> God. Because he just walks, like, right underneath, you know, the bumble-, bumble dong, bumble beans. 
I don't, I don't want to like, talk about bumblebeans. That's weird. He's like, don't, <laughs> don't worry. He won't be doing anything to anyone. Clamp, clamp, clamp. <laughs> he took out all of the bumble's teeth. It's so mean. That's Question. so mean. Now he's only going to be able to eat pudding. Did he take out, like, cavities? Or did he oh, no, literally he just pull all his the teeth. teeth out? He pulled all his teeth out. So this goes back to the question, Rachel, of is the Bumble a misunderstood monster? I think he's a misunderstood monster. And they just pulled all his damn teeth out. <laughs> so he's, he's going to eat gonna the pig eaten. instead. He's like, oh, good. There's a pig outside. I have food. I'm going to go get it. Maybe he's going to roast up well, for everybody. We don't know in this don't know. fantastical world if, if a pig might be a anthropomorphic creature and have thoughts and feelings and talk. Yeah, we don't know so. the pig, so it's fine. <laughs> Fair. But so, I feel bad for Mr. Bumble. But he still is, like, ready to kill, I guess, or well, yeah, at least ready to like, defend himself. Yes! Fair! I think that's a fair thing to do. He should be ready to defend himself. But Yukon Cornelius gets to have this heroic... <laughs> Death, I couldn't think With of, the like, mighty who's... humble bumble? Yeah, that's a mighty humble bumble. So I couldn't tell what this reminded me of. He's, like, about of. to wrestle this guy. Let's go. This has to be in some other pop culture thing, right, where that Yukon's about to do. I'm sure we're going to stumble upon it as we go through the list. Uh, do you want me to, like, name, like, I mean, like, it ha- stuff, stuff like this happens, like, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's kind of a. It's definitely so kind it's, of a. It's like a, a Gandalf. Fly, you fools. Yes. Like Gandalf. Fly, you fools. Uh, Aragorn does it later too when he takes the the other guy off the cliff and he r- falls into the river and they all think yeah, he's some, dead. Some good and then, cliff death. Yeah, yeah. So you think he's dead too? I want to. I I feel like there's another thing. Oh, there's like a bear. Sh- there's a bear movie and it happens with the bears. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> More with a bunch of bears. I don't remember what the hell happened. I, is it Brother Bear? Is that what it happened? Brother in? Bear? <laughs> the fuck? The guy who gets turned into a bear. I want to say it happens in this. this I don't know. I don't remember. But I, so I anyway. Lord of the Rings is the first thing that popped into my mind. Of course. Cornelius is like, I'm going to tame this bumble. And he starts backing it yeah, up. Yeah, because he's not dead. Spoiler alert. He's not actually dead. No, he just has teeth pulled out. And he's just standing there no, like I'm... like with his gums. And he's like, I'm going to fight the bumble. I, I thought we, no, oh, I I thought we got, already I said, said he said fell that. off the cliff. Well, okay. I'm about to say it. So Because we, we said he fell off the cliff, but we didn't really explain what happened. What happens is Cornelius backs the bumble up to the edge of the cliff. He jumps on it. The rest of his sled dogs jump on it too. And then they all fall off the cliff. And they're like, oh my God, Yukon Cornelius dead. is dead. They can't say dead. They say he's gone. But then they all mourn Yukon Cornelius. Now, I have a bit of a problem with this, Rachel, because they go back to Santa's castle. And they aren't like, we were saved. Like, we're, you know, we're safe now. Yeah, we were safe now, but we lost Yukon. <laughs> and Santa's like, right. they're not who's Yukon? Like, we're only here because of Yukon Cornelius. They're like, yeah. we should make like some type of memorial for him. Yes, I wanted like a big statue of Yukon being constructed. Which I think still should happen. So then, for no reason, Santa's like, maybe we were a little hard on you, Rudolph. And the drunken foreman elf is like, yeah, you can stay here even though you want to be a dentist and we think that you're a bit strange. <laughs> and... You're a bit weird. 
so my problem with this is Rachel is if you think about the lesson that was learned here for kids, the lesson is if you run away from home, then those bastards will find out that they miss you. Yeah, I yeah, that is kind of what it feels like. That's, That's kind the of lesson. Like they, uh, yeah, I'm gonna run away, and when they miss me, then they'll then care they'll be about sorry. Me. Yeah, right. that's what the, that's what they find out. It's not really that's not a good lesson. No, it's, you, it's like acceptance of yourself and like actually people like accepting you for who you are and not just like, I guess you're fine. Yeah, like they're not even like and that's not the lesson at the end of the they're day. They're all out for their I, own interior mode. Like uh, they're only out for themselves. They're all very selfish beings on this this Christmas farm or whatever it's called. <laughs> Christmas Castle. farm, better term, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we aren't we find out that Yukon's not really dead because something hammers on the door and he's like, "Let me in! Goddamn snowstorm out here! Goddamn it!" <laughs> it's also Wilford Brimley. So then uh, he, he and then he was like, "And I have a beast with me." Yeah, he brings in the bubble. And he's like, "No, I've tamed the damn thing, but she can be useful." So he's tall and he can put the star on top of the tree and they all are like, Whoa, he can But I think you want but it's like kind of funny because I feel like Bumble's like, Oh, they accept me now. Like, oh and I see I think he's just a misunderstood big like oaf and I like him. All right. Again, to your point, Rachel. <laughs> the, another lesson to be learned here is you may be different in a freak. But if you but have you be some useful. sort of value to us, then we'll accept you. <laughs> then we care about you. It's yeah. very sad. That's the lesson. I don't like it. No. It's not a very I good lesson. I don't like that le those lessons. So we get a, a quick montage of Santa getting ready. He's stressed out again. Mrs. Claus is trying to fatten him up again this year. And he has to check the list twice and everything. But... He looks at the weather report and he goes, mm -hmm. I don't think I can do it, Mama. I don't think that we can go out in this snowstorm. I'm going to tell everyone that Christmas is canceled. Which I would yeah, think that he had... Christmas. Which, like, the weather is only bad in one spot. Maybe it's a worldwide snowstorm. Oh, it's a worldwide. Maybe he oh, can't take off. going into, like, an apocalyptic? Oh, Maybe that's Maybe he true can't too. take off. Yeah, you're right. That's going to be the issue. Mm -hmm. So yeah. he can't get out of the North Pole? Yeah, that's fair to your point. The other point I wanted is, like, I'll get on the red phone, and I have to start calling the world leaders, Mama, so that I can tell them all that right? Christmas is canceled. Because <laughs> how is anybody going to find out about this? That's right. I mean, that's, the, that's, the, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. If you wake up on Christmas morning and there are no presents under the tree from Santa, you're going to have a fucking riot on your hands. There oh are going to be children, children burning down Burning everything. cities. <laughs> <laughs> Which also would be a fun way to take this. Where you're like, oh my god, everybody's on the naughtiness list next year because they all <laughs> freaked out this year. So, Robot Chicken, you can also do that skit if you'd like. Comes Mad Max. They're all like on like toys that they've. It's like it's like Children of the Corn. We murdered all, all the fairies. They're all driving to Santa. Yeah, they're all driving to the North Pole. Coming for you. Where's our fucking presence, you fat bastard? <laughs> He's not even fat! We've been lied to our whole Did you see him? He's skinny! <laughs> the 
the hell have you been doing up here? So what actually happens is that Santa is about to tell everyone that they can't do Christmas this year. And Rudolph, because he hasn't learned to control his mutant powers because he hasn't made his way to the Xavier Institute yet, his nose is just going <laughs> off because he's, he's emotional. And Santa's right. like, would you turn the nose down? We get yeah, it. he's like, oh, We let you back in. Gosh. I can't even talk over it because it's so loud. It's so bright. And then he gets the idea of, oh, maybe he can guide my sleigh tonight. That's right. God damn it. So then, uh, <laughs> He even asks him in the rhyme, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Yes. Quiet. I've got some bad news, folks. Christmas is going to be canceled. There's nothing I can do. This weather. Yeah. Rudolph, Rudolph, please. Could you tone it down a bit? I mean, that nose of yours. I, that nose. That beautiful, wonderful nose. What I'm trying to say is... Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It will be an honor, sir. Even though I don't really know how to and fly. And I'd be like, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted him to do I wanted Yeah, he doesn't fly do... home. You know what? He should have flown home. Yes. I feel like that would have been a better like way of him getting back, too. And it would have shown us that he, you know, like he's learned, he's taught himself he's how to fly. learned things. Yeah. Right. That would have been better if it was like that episode of The Simpsons where they bring the waste management head back after Homer screws everything up. And he goes, ah, I'm a man of few words. Uh, uh, this is all your fault. Uh, you're all in. The, like, you have to yes. all figure this out for yourself. <laughs> Screw you. And he just leaves. Yes. Da, 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 da. <laughs> because like to your point, again, they're only accepting Rudolph because it's like, oh, wait, you're actually Because he's useful. Yeah. Yeah. It's an, it's, it oh, I, oh you want me to be here Hold now? On. Oh, all, I get it. It all kind of makes sense when you put it from the standpoint of Rudolph is a mascot for a department store. So oh, he is he's, is a machine of, you know, consumerism here, if you want to take yeah, it that fine. direction. Whatever. <laughs> so we get a montage sung by Burl Ives. He's singing, have a holly jolly Christmas. And as much as I think that this is too long... The song's really it's good. Song. I really it's like really that song. Fun and it's, it's just a montage. On the year. Yeah. Everybody's just getting ready for Christmas once again. Santa gets and... fat again. Yeah. <laughs> In one night, he gets becomes like just fat. I do like. I guess because I... he's not stressed out anymore. He's like, oh, okay, everything's working out. We're fine. Well, she inflated him, Rachel. She's an inflation fetus and a chubby oh, chaser. Gotcha. <laughs> wow. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah. So yes, there's I this. I need to know this... less. <laughs> <laughs> Fat Santa design though, pretty good. They even like fattened his head up a little oh, bit. Oh yeah. Well, because you get that those nice round rosy cheeks when you're Santa. Too. Let me rosy up those cheeks. She, she like puts some makeup out of it stuff too. It is all a bunch of. F it's a farce. She's decorating <laughs> him too. It's not even like ro like kiss from the s the snow. It's nope. that's not why his cheeks it's are all, red. It's, it's, it's all because she put blush on him. It's oh all my just God. A, it's all just a fucking act. Uh, <sighs> so disappointed. So he takes off. I was a little disappointed that he doesn't do the on dash round answer thing. Yes. I know that's another poem, but like you still could have done that. Oh yeah. Uh, 
and and even and then said on Rudolph at the end or something. And like take that. us to the sky, like you know yeah. something silly. Yukon Cornelius is outside. He sees them off, and Cornelius throws the pickaxe, and he goes, "Peppermint." Peppermint. What I've been searching for all my life. I've struck it rich. I've got me a peppermint mine. Wahoo! I love that. I did like that. Look, I like peppermint, so I agree. You found a peppermint mine. It's great. <laughs> I'm not a big peppermint fan, so Cornelius won't probably be getting a lot of my uh I'll my, be eating uh, those ca- candy canes. I like those candy canes. <laughs> I have nothing wrong with a candy cane. I, I prefer like a fruit. That's peppermint. Candy cane. No, I like I like I no, like the flavor ones. Peppermint ones. ones. Yeah, right, fine, whatever. I mean, no, they're fine. I'm fine with a pepper. I'm fine with a candy cane. I'm th- I'm thinking like you put peppermint in something. It's a very strong. Oh, but dish. I do like a peppermint hot chocolate. You put the peppermint in like I I like peppermint. Last I, year, I like it. last year Lock. we tried to make peppermint buns. Oh yeah, they were you disgusting. guys. You guys told me about that. Yeah. Dad didn't even eat it, <laughs> so it was not good. What does that tell you? So what does that tell you? <laughs> So, Rachel, I don't know if the version that you watched had this next little bit. I assume it did. Of the Island of Misfit Toys toys being picked up. Yes. Was not in the original 1964 broadcast. These people did not think to come back to the Misfit Toys. Or did they just cut it? Did they just cut this? They're like, no, No, we don't need this. According to Wikipedia and and a couple of different articles that I found, they just didn't think about it because the Island Miss of Toys was again just padding. Because they're not useful. They're going to throw them away anyway. Kids wrote letters into the network saying, why didn't the Island of Miss of Toys find homes? Because sad. Because you hear Santa say something about, like, we'll pick up the toys on the way or whatever, but they yes. never see that. So they added this animation, which you can tell it looks slightly different yes. in this scene. To the naked eye, it doesn't. But when you it's know that, it's also really you can sad. See, you think so? They pick them up. Well, I mean, I guess they're—I guess they're just having a bonfire. I was just kind of thinking, like, they don't even have homes, like, on this. They island. have homes. Aslan's got homes for them, I think. I, I think guess that's all probably just, true. Yeah, but they're just sitting around a fire, so it kind of makes it look a little sadder because I can't tell if they're just having like a nice bonfire on Christmas, or if they're just like this is the only way we can keep warm. So that's, they're that's, like that's bombs around point. a trash can. And that's my only point. It just seemed kind of sad, but yes, they do get picked up. But that's the happy part. They get picked up, and then the ending credits is they take off again. So then the the real ending of the show is santa being like okay rudolph we're all packed up let's head on out and they take off and then the, uh, the end credits or over the end credits is the elves dropping the misfit toys presumably into homes because right. like they, they found homes for all of the toys right i like the glow in this scene too and that's why it's like really this was what this was part. added because you don't get to see this part not the oh not the end credits no i'm talking about before that like as they're taking off the glow that Rudolph's oh, nose yeah. gives like, off. That's like, like the really only colorful. time you ever see that. So like if that wasn't in it's the original pretty. broadcast, it's like, why wouldn't that have been? Because yeah. like it gives this nice glow. So Sam says, you know, that's the end of our story. He starts singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer again. And we get the end credits of them dropping the toys. And that is the end of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yes. 
It was a whole journey. That was a journey. I hope that this hot chocolate lets my mouth or my throat stay good tomorrow. So, Rachel, we've come to that point of the show, as we did with The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I will ask you, does... Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer from 1964, written by Romeo Muller and directed by Larry Romer. The Rankin and Bass classic that everyone agrees that they all love have shelf life. So, my thoughts. Uh-oh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> I do enjoy the artistic style of like doing the claymation and like the stop motion. That's really fun. And some of the designs of the of some of the characters are are really nice. Some of them are a little weird. I really like Yukon and his his pack of dogs. They're great. Everybody's really mean, and I I don't like that. The message that we were talking about that turns me completely off. Yeah, for me, I I got I I have nostalgia, but it's not like good nostalgia for this one because mm. I have always remembered Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer as being the like the, no the noise. show yeah. the noise and I never all the noise it. noise noise <laughs> okay look don't bring back that I'm the Grinch okay you know what though it, but I think Grinch I'm gonna have to be a Grinch here okay you're saying and, and no say it's no it's, not, it's on not on my shelf no not in the box nothing like that uh, I don't even know if I would put it in the box. Okay. Maybe uh, I was... just for Yukon and the Bumble. <laughs> I was going to make a joke <laughs> that the Grinch would have been pretty justified if he was the neighbors to Christmas Town and not Whoville. Because if it makes he more didn't sense. like Christmas because these people were jerks, it would have made a Wait lot of a sense. Minute. Honestly, though, what if he's actually the monster they all think hates Christmas mm. and are, they are actually afraid of, and they keep thinking it's the Mr. Bumble, but it's not. It's, it's actually really the, the Grinch. Grinch. That's right. Yeah. Really makes you think. Hmm. Anyways, okay. Kevin, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I want to put it in the box. I just, I feel... Don't, don't, I'm on the don't fence do it. On that. Don't do it out of okay, pressure. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Just for don't Mr. Do it Bumble because the and folks the at home want to do it for pressure. My dog so, has a cute Mr. Bumble, so I have to like be on the side of Mr. Bumble and you. You can like the characters and still. Okay, so here's my thing. I know what I'm. Rachel and I just spent three hours taking the piss out of some people's favorite Christmas shows, and that's oh, and that's our show. Be, that's course. what we do. Having fun with this stuff, and, oh, it, yeah. and it is campy. It's from the fucking '60s. As I told you offline, Rachel, I had a really hard time getting through this one. I know. Like, it's up there with the holiday and Phantom Menace for me as, like, being tough to watch. Phantom Menace was the hardest one for me so far, so I had to watch that twice. <laughs> and I still was confused. I did not like this at all, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I can admire the effort it takes to put together yes, the stop motion. Absolutely. I'm not a big stop motion fan. I think that the Burl Ives songs are good and I think those can definitely come back. I like Holly Jolly Christmas and, and Silver of and Gold course. is fine too. And of course him singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer will, will always be a hit. But for me, I, I'm sure I had nostalgia for this. Like I said, I, there's a VHS tape of this somewhere at mom and dad's of that course. I either taped or someone taped for me. And that's how I watched Rudolph every year. 
and probably more than every year. It was probably more than that. If you're someone that like raves about it being a holiday classic, that's fine. Like it, it's it's your holiday classic. I'm not gonna besmirch you for oh, of liking something that's considered a classic. But what I will say is, if you haven't watched it since you were a kid, and you're like, how oh, dare geez. you say it's not on the shelf? Because that's where I'm going with this. It's not on the shelf. It's not in the box. It's not on the shelf. <laughs> it's it's bad i don't like it i think it is actually not good i think it's padded to hell i think it's there's stuff in it that doesn't matter i think that the message is bad the character development is non-existent and then it just happens oh that too with rudolph what the heck yeah that annoyed me and i get it it's a cartoon from the six or animation from the 60s it's not going to have that necessarily but the grinch does the Grinch right. has At a beginning, middle, has and a and yeah, and and it has character arcs, and this doesn't really have that. But if you haven't seen this since you were a kid, and you're like, how could you say that? I don't know if I would ask tell you to go back and watch it because I think your your nostalgia goggles. Maybe you have enough nostalgia that it would be fine, and you'd still say, no, 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 this is great. I love it. Sure. But I feel like you might come back to it and be like. Oh, it, oh, it is has flaws. Bad. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to do that. Flaws. Yeah, I don't want to do that to anyone. I want you to just have fun with us kind of and making you can fun still, of it. Of course, you can still enjoy it. We don't, we're not trying to ruin anything for you. I'm enjoy never trying to show. ruin anything for anyone. I want no. everyone to enjoy everything that we cover. I'm just giving Absolutely. my opinion, which is I think this is a bad show. Which is, also the, show, truth. Which is yes. the truth, of course. Because <laughs> our word is truth. That's right. I actually think, Rachel, and I know what I'm about to say is sacrilegious. <gasps> I kind of want to see somebody redo this as a movie. You can leave the plot points in, and I think if you did it as an 80-minute movie and you actually had structure that focused on Rudolph, get rid of Aslan, get rid of the elf songs, get rid of some yeah. of this stupid crap, and make it a almost Simba-esque coming-of-age story so that he has a reason to go back home so that you focus in on Donner and Clarice and Mrs. Donner going out to find him. Some of that Mm -hmm. stuff, if you expanded on it, this all could work. I just don't think it does. I think that it's just... I don't think it works very well. It falls, because everybody is just so mean. And And everyone is so mean. Yeah. It's a very bitter show, really. It's bitter. They, like, you can be mean, but they don't learn anything. There isn't, there isn't like, a good lesson learned. And I feel like that's what's missing from something that is like this. It needs to have that good lesson learned arc. It just yeah. It's just not there. And it should be. That's what this is for. Yeah. This is actually for, you know buying presents at christmas from a, a especially for buying presents at montgomery ward but but <laughs> not knowing that's where it came from you'd look at this and say it needs to have that you know holiday like spirit of learning a lovely lesson and like everybody being happy at the end of the day i feel like everybody's happy, just kind of like yeah happy, we're all <laughs> everybody happy <laughs> I'm with you, though, on the character of Yukon Cornelius. I really like the character. I like the design of Rudolph. I like his little family. Yeah, Rudolph's design is very cute. Having, like, a little stuffed Rudolph or something like that. I'm not saying, like, any of that stuff is... Like, because it's it's just part of the culture. So that's what makes it tough, because 
you know, our mission here, Rachel, is to go through the list of everything and tell the folks at home and ourselves whether or not something belongs on the shelf for posterity reasons to keep it within our zeitgeist and to go over it, to tell everyone the stories, to preserve them, what, what sure. have you. So I think it's worth preservation from a cultural standpoint. Sure. Uh, I think for an art standpoint, sure, as well. But, but I still I'm, think the I'm not, story is yeah, not right. I'm, I'm not going to put wrong. it on the shelf or the box because for me, it just it just isn't there at all. So cross <laughs> off Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer from the list. It is not on the shelf, which I'm sure is painful for a lot of people to hear. But it's, you know... That's that's the way it goes. I find I feel kind of bad being bitter about that. I feel or, or, bad, or, or, but I feel like we're right that sto- the story just doesn't fit. If there was, if it was a I mean, better I let, story, I let, I let Sh- Night of the Living Sean or or and then there was Sean on the shelf, but I'm not letting Rudolph on the shelf. But I think that Night of the Sean is or, or and then there was Sean is more fun. I think Haunted Mask is more fun. I think The Grinch is more fun. If we're just talking our holiday specials that we sure. Talked. It's understandable. I think it's fine. Don't feel bad. This is your okay. your opinion. It's okay. Yeah. I'm still in the holiday spirit, even after oh, talking about it. I think talking about it and talking the piss out of it and taking the piss out of it and just That's having fun with it. Spirit. Yeah, was was part of being having fun with the holidays. Like it exactly. you don't have to yeah. It doesn't have to be serious. Have some lighthearted fun, for God's sakes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. For uh, Christmas sake. Or whatever. For Christmas sake. (laughs) For holiday's sake. Uh, Well, the fire is starting to die down here. We've been talking for a while. I've lost my voice screaming about the Grinch and Donner and Yukon. And I I guess the holidays are almost here, over, upon us. (laughs) So, Rachel, we should let everyone know and we should make everyone aware. People that are finding us for the first time and are going, my God, I'm never going to listen to them again. They didn't put Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer on their shelf. You know what? That's okay. Listen to us out of spite. Give us those numbers. <laughs> Absolutely listen to us out of spite. <laughs> Tell us we're wrong. I want to hear it. And give us a five-star review for being so Enjoyable. good in our dissection, even That's though you right. disagree with our opinion. I listen to podcasts all the time that I disagree with their opinions. Oh, Most, yeah. My favorite podcasts, I have completely different taste than, than them. <laughs> completely different. But I still listen to them because I think they do a good job. So, Rachel, we have other holiday treats for those that might be new or to those that might be finding us to find the backlog. As of this recording, we currently have a list of a few different holiday episodes that we've done. We have The Simpsons Roasting on Open Fire, the first episode of The Simpsons we covered. Mm -hmm. We covered Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh from South Park Season 1. If the shortcut isn't out for that yet, you can find that in South Park Season 1, Part 4, along with Starvin' Marvin, if you're into Thanksgiving or anything else. Or, and Damien is in that <laughs> one, too. But you can you can find the time code on it. It's the second episode that we cover in that particular episode. And we also covered Rachel's favorite romantic comedy, The Holiday. Yes. Yes. Honestly, funny episode enjoyable a, a pretty I, if i if i say so myself a pretty good episode <laughs> i'll pat myself app. on the back for that one classic we app. have our we have classics ourselves, and you know what the holiday by shelf life <laughs> is on the shelf, is on the shelf. <laughs> do we have anything else rachel i think that's pretty much our our holiday themed 
Small Soldiers is about toys. You could listen to Small Soldiers for toys. It is about Christmas because that's when... Uh, it's not about it's not about Christmas. It's like fall. It, it's October at Christmas Fest time, though, on. isn't it? No. Oh. No. No. But, but there are toys. toys. <laughs> um, some people watch Star Wars around the holidays because some of the them, I don't know what the connection is there but phantom menace we did so if you want uh yeah. something maybe like that. one day we'll do chewbacca christmas maybe one day we'll do a true a very chewbacca christmas i think that's it for now but i'm sure there'll be a ton more in the future we plan to do more we actually plan to do this every year we like doing these little holiday specials so of course we will continue to do those because we think they're fun and some years we will do more of these kind of holiday specials some years we'll do like we did for halloween where we're going to pick some different television shows that have holiday themed episodes and we'll just kind of see what what comes up maybe we'll do some comic books that are holiday themed because there are christmas specials of a lot of comic books that we could do as well uh, and if we there's suggestions re- we can always uh, take suggestions those into definitely take that yeah we want suggestions mind. we want to hear back from you we want to hear what your thoughts are yeah, we want to hear, to hear if you and we definitely want you to rate review subscribe uh share everything with share with your friends your enemies your dogs your cats your children, your grandparents, your parents, your cousins, your, your mailman, your, the mailman, the, the milkmaid, the, your dent. Oh yes, your dentist. The dentist. I want you to listen to Shelf Life. The Grinch on the top of the hill. Make sure he knows about oh, Shelf Life. Oh, definitely you know? make sure he knows about Shelf Life. It helps the show. It helps us grow. Rachel and I do this absolutely for fun, currently, but. It would be better if we, I'd if, like it to stay that way. <laughs> well, the more, yeah, 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 me too. But the more but we want to be are, able to share it with you guys, and it's a lot and of the fun. The more people to do are that. listening, then the more it'll feel fulfilling for us as we spend hours. And the more we can do it, this, and the more we will be able to do it, the more that people listen and stuff like that too. So definitely rate, review, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. I don't say that often because I don't like begging for that because I always feel awkward saying it, especially when like our mentors in this red letter media like they never say that kind of stuff but they just are happy with who they are just like we are yeah but just in case you want to for for sure you know tell people about the podcast and above all have a very happy holidays i guess we have to go to bed actually because santa's coming tomorrow and yeah obviously we gotta get we gotta get to sleep you know, he, Are he, he you knows. leaving the milk and cookies out, or? Oh yeah, I can take care of it. That's fine. Because we That's kind fine. of ate all of the we cookies, also, so I think you we, need to make some more. Well, we also have like, oh, I have to make more. Oh my god! Just don't make, make it. Oh, no, don't make more. No, just leave him. Just leave him like a bag of chips or something. He gets oh, cookies Jesus. from every fucking person. That's like true. maybe we something, do something different, different would be good. Yeah, yeah. a donut. I mean, I'll, do I'll, I'll make sure to have. Oh, we might have a bagel. Yeah. You can have a bagel. Oh, 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 I also I also have uh, some carrots and apple slices for the reindeer. So yeah, you never know if Can't Rudolph will them. show up. Yeah, if it's a foggy night. <laughs> <sighs> yes, a, a very happy holidays to you and yours, from our family to yours, as a brother and sister team. You know, make sure that you know you're spending time with your families uh, well, or your you loved be with ones, the shelf life your family. friends. And turn on shelf life for them. Turn on a good episode of Shelf Life <laughs> during the holidays. With that being said, I've been Kevin. And I'm Rachel. And this has been a very merry shelf life. We will see you next time. Happy holidays, everyone. And Kwanzaa. And Hanukkah. Here she goes. She's going to list them all. And Christmas. And Yule. (sighs) Good night, Rachel. And Boxing Day. Nicholas Day. Immaculate Conception Day. And Stammer.
I'm busy, Mama. It's almost Christmas. Whoever heard of a skinny Santa? Eat, eat. <laughs> <laughs>